0: with Shannon Davis.
1: Peter, how are you doing tonight?
0: Hey, how's everyone? Good day. Good day.
1: <laughs> it is what time over there? It is
0: uh 12:30. 5:30 afternoon, lunchtime here.
1: <laughs> On Friday.
0: Friday. We're in the future. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I say amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> how's everybody? How's everybody going? Hey man, you you guys running this marathon shows all the time. <laughs> I, I mate, mean, I don't know how you do this.
1: Well, my body really said don't know. I don't know how I, I'm doing this. I uh, last night I got sleepy at about eight yeah. thirty, and I said it's only eight thirty. What's up with this? I'm tired. Um, oh, man, praise the Lord. You know what? Uh, God is good, and it's it's an honor to uh, do these programs. Bring the men and women of God like yourself. Come on these programs and teach the people. And all the friends out there, We, you know, Mega Man Radio has become family. And, uh, you know, see people out there in the chat room yeah. turning out. God bless you. You know, it, this is a yeah. safe place to be uh, yeah. where you can come and uh, yeah. hear the word of the Lord and get some ministry. If you need prayer, yeah. we've got open lines for you. Uh, we'll do all we can to help you. Brother Peter, I would like yes. you to uh, crank it up tonight. Open it up in prayer before you bring the word
0: all right okay thank you it's uh um it's it's uh it's uh, uh just great to um uh, to be sharing with everyone and um dear father god um we we love you and praise you and we thank you very much for everybody and thank you for you what you're doing we thank you for the show um Let's call it a show, it's a, it's a transmission, a communication a family, a, a dinner table, it's a getting together, a gathering we, th- we thank you for this opportunity to be wow speaking and people everywhere in the world can listen wow, never before in the history of man really without you Lord God and your, your technology can this be done, I'm just saying this because we're all listening but we love you and praise you Father God and, we, and my prayer today is that whatever's coming forward, whatever we're talking about, does good. It helps. It helps us because we need. We need you, Father God, to be with us. We invite you to be with us, be with the people, come and eat with us, live with us. Come and help us. Come and give us a big hug, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Say amen to that. It's an honor to have you on here tonight, Peter. Peter, what do you want oh, to title your broadcast tonight?
0: Well, um, I'd like to I'd like to say just an an open communication from God. Sounds good to me. You got all the time you want. Take it away, my friend. All right. Um <laughs> Praise the Lord. We we've had a um, we, we're having an interesting time here every day. We're, our day here in Australia every day is is in the war in the fight we're moving with uh, with people uh, that are having all sorts of issues and um, uh, what I wanted to talk about today was some fundamental things um, some fundamental things that I've just saw and um, I'm just seeing the enemy twist and um, we can get the twist out because a little, little bit of a fly in the ointment just spoils um, uh, the ointment. So, um, what I wanted to talk about first of all is um, uh, I can see a spoil in um, a spoil in the understanding on um, on what faith is and uh, what the Word of God is. And um, I can just see a, a, <clears throat> a need to straighten that out. Um, it's just what God's shown me, and um, I'll put it forward, and hopefully it will help people. Um, we, we get this, the, the classic scripture, um, uh, faith. Uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, and that scripture, uh, that scripture says, faith is a substance. Well, if we simply put our head in the sand and deny a problem, that's that's to me isn't substance. Uh, it's Hebrews eleven one, by the way. Faith. Uh, I like the Aramaic Bible. It says now faith is a conviction concerning those things that are in hope as if these things as if as if it were these things in action and the revelation of those things that are unseen and by this there was a testimony concerning the ancients so that's an interesting passage because we put our finger on the word hope there faith is a conviction concerning those things that are in hope if we have a look at the word faith um, I believe there's uh, what I'm just thinking there's a word belief and there's a word faith and it's related but not the same Um, uh, why is there two words, one faith, one belief and um, you can mix them can we say by belief or belief is a conviction concerning those things that are in hope well if we have a look at uh, the word faith and expand it to faithfulness what is faithfulness? we can look at belieffulness or faithfulness. Faithfulness um, gives us an understanding of what faith is because it's faithful. A person who, who is faithful or faithfulness means, according to the Webster's Dictionary, having or showing true and consistent, constant support or loyalty, deserving, trust, trust, keeping your promises, or doing what you're supposed to do. So once we've expanded the word faith to faithfulness, we can see that it's a little bit distant from just belief or the word belief, not just belief, but the the word belief. So faith uh, comes to faithfulness, which is keeping your promises, doing what you're supposed to do, Or having or showing constant support or loyalty, so we can see here this scripture um, in Hebrews eleven says, "Now faith is a conviction concerning those things that are in hope." So could that mean that if we are hoping in the loyalty of God, and we are have conviction that God is faithful, that God is going to do what he says and he promises, that is now faith is a conviction that what we're hoping in and if we're hoping in the promises of God, it's as if these things were in action. In other words faith is the conviction that God is going to do what he's going to do and what he says is going to happen and these things are in action, they're happening. Now we can see from the from the Bible that things prophesied before time came to pass and from that we can build a faith a conviction that what God has promised will happen because in the past what he promised did happen so faith is not blind my point what I'm trying to get across here is you know we all know but but just to reinforce and have a look and expand and put light on it what I'm going to look at here is really faith like like some are preaching faith is a power well yes um and no be, be, because f- we're talking here faith is a position of our heart it's it's where we've positioned ourselves to say Yes, faith in God, for instance, is where we've positioned ourselves to say, "Yes, God is doing what He said He'll do." Now that's easy said, easy said. We but have many set their heart that God is not doing what He said He'll do. Have many set their heart on. Uh, evolution uh, the world wasn't really made uh, by God uh, you know God is a, a myth and all these things have they set their conviction on lies because we have to, re- have to realize that, that it's faith by faith we please God so by a force we please God I would say I'd carefully think about faith as a force because f- faith is a condition, it's saying here, of hope. Faith is the conviction concerning the things that are hoped for. Some, some people, you know, I know, believe that if they can just uh, quote scripture um out of a little magic box, you know, their life's gonna change and their they're actually their conviction is concerning mouthing because life and death's in the power of the tongue, mouthing a scripture. Um <laughs> if we if 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 salvation was just simply mouthing a scripture, I, I have to ask myself the question, why do we have a cross? Because we had the scripture before the cross so so um, I, I I think the fly in the ointment here the little twist is 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 to get our worship or our bowing down to a force called faith instead of the true and living God and believing and hoping in that he will perform his promises because God God is God. The meaning of God means I am God. I'm not saying I'm God, but the meaning of God is God. Um, expanded. The meaning of God is God. Expanded some more. The meaning of God is God, which means He's God. <laughs> he can do what He likes. Fortunately, He's given us the scripture that tells us that He loves us. And by many promises that He has made, and that he is faithful and will keep his promises we can trust in those so we have here an expansion on and a correction on what true faith is and every man is given a measure of faith what is that? well every man is given a measure to be faithful Every man is giving a measure so that they can actually be faithful. And I would like to say that by being faithful, you please God. By being trustworthy, you please God. And it is not belief. It is belief mixed into faith that God loves you for being Faithful, you know. I I see some people. Like, um, I'm not knocking anyone, but I just see and judge what's going on. And I and I and I see some people who I met. You know, and 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 they're quoting scripture. They've got scripture written everywhere. Million dollars God You know, I'm giving out chocolates with a million dollars on them, and I've sold a million. I want a million bucks and all this. But, but, you know, I'm waiting at the bus stop for them to pick me up. They promised and they didn't come. You can't trust them in anything. And the fruit of their life is they're not faithful in a lot of things. But they live out of a magic box of, of quoting some scripture. And I think that is a trick of the enemy to divert us from the real work from the real blessing and the real salvation I, I i i'm purposely calling the scripture the scripture jesus said you go to the scripture and you think there's life there but it points to me The scripture points to a person not a magic not a magic incantation of some words out of a book. Yes, the Bible is amazing. I've written a Bible. I know the Bible is a miracle and it is valuable and blessed. But I would put out there that the words of God from his mouth that we live on, and I'm saying that on purpose, the words of God from his mouth that we live on are his promise. If I'm a man of my word, I'm a man of what I promise. That's faith. That's faithfulness. The faithfulness of the word of God is he's given his word and will perform it it's far from a person mouthing some scriptures faith is a conviction from the heart and it is through the heart one believes unto righteousness not the head and not the mouth You know, I can go down a bookstore and buy a Bible and hold it in my hand. Have I got faith in my hand? No. I've got words in a book, inspired words from God, that point me to the promises of God and to a valley of decision. That valley is, will I take that and put it in my heart and fully believe it and hope in it and then it will spring to life now faith the conviction concerning those things that are in hope as if it were the things in action the revelation of those things that are unseen springs up in my heart now I have the power for a testimony it's gone from the bookshop to my mind that filters all things swallowed like drinking and eating into my heart see hope is interesting hope can feed Hope feeds us like food. What does it do? It feeds us. Um, My dad was an inventor. And, you know, he had some crazy ideas. He had some good ideas. But when he was feeling low, he would think about one of these days, my invention's going to pay off. And he fed, he ate that hope. He he nourished himself with the thoughts of one day, okay, today's not the day, but another day is going to come when my invention pays off. And from that, I learned that you can feed your emotions, you can feed your soul, your future, your hope, you can be joy and comforted from hope. The world has put its hand on hope and said, we destroy you you dreamer. Yeah, hope in what you can't see. Hope in things you can see. Buy it now. Don't hope, get credit. Pay later. Enjoy now. But God says, somewhere by patience we redeem our souls. It's the God of our hope. See, we go on in Hebrews 11. For by faith we understand the worlds worlds were fashioned by the word of God. How by faith do we understand that? Huh? How? And these things that are seen came into being out of those things which are unseen. By faith we understand that the worlds were fashioned by the word, the promise of God, the promise of God. We know that he made the worlds by his own promise. And these things that are seen came out of the things which are unseen because you can't see a promise until it's delivered. You can hear about it. You can read about it. It says here, by faith, Abel offered to God a sacrifice better than that of Cain. How? I believe God's explained to them the blood covenant. He explained to them that you can um, be redeemed and there's no forgiveness without the shedding of blood, no remission of sin. So it was God talking to them, So, I believe Abel listened to God and done his sacrificing and according to the gospel, sacrificing an animal, which would eventually be Jesus. Then Cain, who ran off and misunderstood and and thought it was giving God something back, just giving him something. So it says, and because of it, there was a testimony concerning him that was righteous. What is it? He was righteous because he offered an animal and Cain offered produce. One is looking at the value and the other one is looking at the message of the redemption of man. Did Abel have a Bible? He didn't even have scripture. So if faith is a... If faith is the substance of things hoped for, it was what Abel was hoping for that gave him his righteousness. By faith, Enoch was transported away and he did not taste death. Neither was he found because God transported him away. Before he was to transport him, there was a testimony. He pleased God. But with faith, Without faith, no one can please God. For whoever is brought near to God must believe he exists and that the a rewarder of those who seek him. Did Enoch have a scripture? Or did he go near to God and God just talked to him? By faith, God Noah worshipped when those things which had not been seen were spoken to him. Hey, there it is spoken to him did he read it in a book noah they will build an ark Huh? did noah run around quoting a scripture i'll build an ark it had never rained before no one even knew about rain noah looked the most stupid guy on earth building a boat when it had never rained why did he do that because god spoke to him and he made an ark for the lives of his children and his household by which he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness which is in faith what? righteousness is in faith? righteousness is in the conviction being conviction concerning the things that we hope for righteousness comes in hoping and being convinced that God is going to do what he's going to do, what he said. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed to go out in the place that he was going to receive an inheritance. How was he called? From a scripture? Or by God talking to him? He went out, and when he did not know where he was going, by faith he became an inhabitant of that land which was promised to him. In a foreign land he dwelt hence with Isaac and Jacob and the heirs of the promise. There it is. He's believing in the promise. Jesus said some funny things. He said some things that didn't make sense to a world run by the spirit of this world who had lied to everyone and they seem to be opposite and they seem to be not make sense according to the ways of the world because the God of this world worketh in the sons of disobedience a spirit and he's leading people but Jesus said look at the birds they don't do anything they don't sow or reap they do nothing and God feeds them He feeds them because he loves them. He made them. And he says, you, you are worth much more than they are. Which tells me we're all blessed. God, while we were yet naughty, disobedient, sinners died for us that tells me he loves us he knows our condition yet he died while we were naughty Jesus said first seek the kingdom and his righteousness he gave the way to get the kingdom he said pray for it didn't he? our father that art in heaven hallowed be your name that's saying how wonderful you are and you keep your promises that's saying your name is good you are a man of your word if I have a bad name, they say, that, that guy doesn't do what he says. He's a crook. But a man of his word has a hallowed name. He does what he says he's going to do. And he's careful what he says. He'd rather say nothing than say it and not do it. So what God is saying, uh, Jesus is saying to God there in that prayer is how wonderful your promises are. Let your kingdom come. Now the good news is to seek the kingdom. The promise is it is the Father's good pleasure to give us his kingdom. So by faith we can believe the kingdom of God is coming to us. We have it at hand. Have we? We have it by what means, the heroes of faith of old had it at hand by fully trusting that God had promised them something. And that fully trust came by hoping in the faithfulness of God in His promises. That is faith. faith is the conviction concerning those things that are in hope so my thoughts are what are we hoping in? what am I hoping in? have I controlled my hope? have I set my hope on the promises of God or is my hope like the sea tossed all over the place is my hope from my parents what they wanted for me is that my hope what my husband or my wife wants or my children want or am I in a condition of hopelessness huh? have I cast my hope to the wind have I forgotten to be the Lord of my hope Have I forgotten to set my hope? Am I hoping for things that are out of my hands? Am I hoping for things that the devil and his wicked spirits can control? Yeah? Have I put myself under the slavery of someone else's hope? They're good questions. Because Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. there's another scripture that says hope deferred makes the heart sick out of the heart comes the issues of life so hope is a heart matter Now, this is what i believe happens when we have a disappointment and our heart is damaged it's a bit like a ever seen a pomegranate the bible speaks of pomegranates they've got all seeds inside them beautiful seeds and they're red, they're full of blood red juice if we get damaged, disappointed a faithful person betrays us all the things, the troubles, the persecutions of life and we take it to heart that damage we haven't shielded it off and guarded our heart with all diligence I imagine one of those little seeds in the pomegranate goes black and there's no life there now so that can't function so the good news is that God says as we know he'll heal the broken hearted But who is considering their heart? Because many are tricked by the devil to consider their circumstances outside of them. But if we take our heart in our hand and open it and look inside and see the blackness, not all of it black, but parts that have died where we've lost our color like the pomegranate seed is red, now it's black, just one or two seeds or a patch of them. If we see through the scripture, which is there to train us, and we pray and ask God to forgive us and heal us and repair us, you can watch the blackness in that pomegranate seed turn back to red again and that is giving the heart of flesh and now that heart can shine because I, I believe the pomegranate shows a heart and that the red seeds are jewels gems and when you shine a light on them they just sparkle like a lady's beautiful ring so when we do that our colour in our life can come back in that area that was damaged now what do we look for in the heart we look for a bitter root mm, I'm really bitter why am I oh yeah I say I will forgive but I still feel bitter vows what is a vow? a vow is a stated heartfelt contract a set in concrete a hardness. A vow is a hard thing. I'm never gonna be like my old man. That's a vow to yourself. I'm gonna get them back. That's a vow to others. I'm angry with God because He let this happen. It's another vow to God. I'm going to do everything I can to get rich because I grew up poor. That's another one. Those vows, because we are kings, stand. God says, okay, you're king, you got that, you got that, you got that. T, we are kings. Life is a war and we are kings holding the battle for our life. And God respects us as kings. He says you can have what you say, and that's your life and death in your tongue. But it's got to be in your heart. Because out of the heart the mouth speaks, not out of the mouth backwards. The meaning of Jericho is its moon that was to be defeated because it's a reflector of light. It's the reverse way, the other way to go backwards no it's not what we think in our head and say it's what we've swallowed into our heart and firmly are convicted and believe in what we say that activates the creation of our life it's by faith which is the conviction of what we're hoping for we're hoping in the devil, we'll have faith for the devil. (laughs) If we're hoping in God's promises, we're going to have God. This is how we walk in the spirit. The spirit in our heart lives in our heart. Jesus lives in our heart. My question is, what is the condition of my heart? Apostle Paul says he doesn't know. (laughs) He said he didn't know his own heart. He says, the spirit of the Lord is the lamp. It can find out. It knows all things. The word, the promises of God are as sharp as a two-edged sword, dividing the thoughts and intents of the heart. Why am I saying all these things? It's just to, I realize the best way to focus. We have to focus on our heart and get it healed then faith can activate from our heart not discover scriptures and put them in a magic box and just quote them like a parrot that's brass that's a brass sounding brass we have to start with little things I believe we have to Be faithful in little things to be given much. And to have faith, one, I believe, needs to be faithful. And one worships the God that is faithful and follows God who is faithful. Are we faithful? Are we really faithful? Are we really, really faithful? And are we faithful with a cheerful heart? Not a wicked heart being faithful for religious purpose, to be seen faithful, just by being faithful whether seen or not, and faithful to anything, faithful to the cat to feed the cat, faithful to spouses, husbands, children, faithful to the poor, because faith works through love and it says somewhere in the Bible that anything that's not of love doesn't count works don't count go and feed the poor, go and die as a martyr and it's not going to count doesn't mean anything it's not about that so vows are very important, Numbers chapter 30 is a good read why is it a good read? Because in a lot of places, God says, you better not to make a vow, a promise, a contract, unless you mean to keep it. Because he's demanding faithfulness. If you you don't be faithful to your contracts, God's going to make you. You'll pay for it. But there, he's got in Numbers chapter 30, a relief valve. It says that the husband can overturn the vows of his wife and she'll be forgiven what is that why has my husband got the right over me it's because God in his love I believe it's a type and shadow of the husband of the church it's in the natural Romans 1 the natural shows the supernatural so what it is is we can make vows by deception we can enter contracts by deception. We can be tricked into contracts. We can make contracts with our heart and then can't keep them. How often has someone, I was talking today, how often has someone gone into a shop, tried on something and said, look, I'll be back, and never came back. Mm-hmm. Well, God looks at that and more importantly too or just as important the devil looks at that so breaking oaths is very bad, breaking promises is very bad because it's unfaithfulness God's showing that he is faithful and he's given us a measure to be faithful if we Use that faithfulness with that unfeigned, which is an unpretending way. Just be honest and be faithful. If you can't do it, don't do it. If you can't do it, say. Have the courage to say, oh, I can't do that. But I I found myself at times lying, making some excuse. Well, that's not faithfulness, is it? So faith is a conviction of those things that are hoped for. Wow, another way of looking at faith. So we go to Romans ten seventeen. 17. Um, all the virgins here, the, the, the King James says, so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we all know that one. Wait a minute, let's have a good look at it so then faith cometh by hearing hearing what? some people say hearing the word of God it says hearing by and hearing by the word of God okay what? what? faith comes by the ability to hear and the ability to hear comes from the promise of God. Some have put ointment in here that's just tainting it all by saying hearing the word of God and calling the scripture the word of God. Scripture points to the word of God, which is Jesus. Jesus. Scripture, it is. It's scripture. Scripture, words in a book, yes. But scripture, scripture is its name, because some of the words in the Bible are not God's words. They're the words of Job. The word of God. The man of His word. The gentleman. The guy that does what He says. Hearing what God says. Jesus said, "They don't. They have ears. They can't hear." It's hearing the Spirit. Faith comes by hearing, and I believe it's by hearing in the Spirit what God's promised you. I can give a testimony here. I was in a little fishing boat, just a small boat, one fishing rod in the Fiji Islands. No fish being caught. We went diving. There was no no fish around, really. And we're in there with a lure. And I'm sitting in this boat and in the middle of my heart I hear, ask them what sort of fish they want. They're going to say walu. Now I didn't know what a walu was. It's a Fijian fish like a mackerel. So I go, what sort of fish would you like to catch? And they said, walu, walu, walu because they all brag about these walu's. I went, wow. So then I get Ask them how big they want it to be. They're going to say three foot long. And, you know, I never had the faith for that. So I cheated. And I said, do you want a three foot long one? (laughs) And they said, yes, yes. Now, what happened there? I had the conviction that I was going to catch that fish. Yet we hadn't seen the fish. So I go... Give me the fishing rod. We're going to pray in Jesus' name. One walu, three foot long. Robert, the husband of the lady that gave me the Bible. you He was backslidden, by the way. You've got to witness this. You agree with me. Because I'd read somewhere in a booklet that two or more have to agree. I'm two weeks old as a Christian. In Jesus' name, one walu, three foot long. Well, I've got a photo of that fish. And it's signed by Robert. Yes, it happened. That fish came in. It didn't bite the hook, by the way. It was hooked by the tail with a lure. A three-foot-long mackerel-style fish came in so hard backwards. I made a mark on the spear gun because there was no tape. When we went in, we got a sewing tape off the lady we were staying with. We were staying in some cottage, a weekend cottage. And the mark on the wood on the spear gun was if you were going to cut a bit of lumber three foot long. So that's faith. Didn't Jesus say to Peter, on this I'm going to build my church? On what? Flesh and blood hasn't shown you this, but my Father from heaven. The promise of who Jesus was, the word of God, who Jesus was was told to Peter was it told in his head i don't believe so i believe it was told in his heart we have a what we have a heart that speaks and hears and sees what are we doing with it chucking it on the ground and standing on it or are we holding it to god saying fix it bring it to life Talk to me there. The early church was forbidden by the Spirit to go into Asia. The Holy Spirit forbidden us to go into Asia. Well, how did the Holy Spirit forbid them? He was talking in their heart to them. You can't go there and preach. It's dangerous or, or whatever reason. You can't go there. Is he doing that with us? You know, I, I had to go to God and say, Geez, God, I'm sorry, I, I really ignore you. I don't listen to you even near enough. Open the ears of my heart so I can hear more. You know, we can hear God more and more by practice, by faith, which is believing that God will talk to us. So faith comes from hearing, that is the ability to hear from God's promise, which is Jesus. Jesus gives us the ability to hear. If we look at the importance of hope, you start to see why the world has killed hope. It says in Romans 8.24, For we are saved by hope. Well, what have we done with our hope? Is it saving us? But hope that is seen is not hope, for what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for it? Hope is a feeling of expectation and desire of a particular thing to happen, a feeling of trust. A wanting for something to happen or be the case. We're saved by that. We are saved by that. Has anyone stealing your hope? Is the devil uses people's minds to steal from others. Job 5:16 says, "So the poor have hope. That is good news to the poor. What is good news to the poor? Hope. And iniquity stoppeth her mouth. Yes. Iniquity stops speaking when you're hoping in the promises of God. It doesn't register in you because you're hoping in the promises of God. You're not listening to iniquity. Oh, my dad was a failure and I'll always be a failure. You're not listening to that. You're listening to that. God loves me. He blesses me. His face is shining upon me. Psalm. 16:9 There's rest in hope for all those that need rest the answer is hope therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices my flesh also rest in hope then my point today is to is to enlighten up and look at the wider meaning for the word faith and the wider way which is the way of hope these things remain faith, hope and love so faith, hope and love the greatest is love the first one is love where the best place to put our hope which will never disappoint is in the love of God that God loves us God so loved the whole world while the world was naughty it's got nothing to do with your righteousness nothing to do with that about God's love to you if we get our faith, our hope in the right place God will fix the righteousness, how? with his righteousness, he doesn't trust anyone with it it's his garment, he lost it on the cross they drew lots for his garment. That's the garment that belongs to him and he's not going into the hands of any other men. He's putting his righteousness on us. Our righteousness will disappoint. Our righteousness is no good. You'll never get free with your own righteousness because our own righteousness is filthy. We have to hope that God is covering us with his righteousness. He did it in the garden. They thought he, God was going to toast him, so They hid. What did he do? He covered them with the blood-soaked skin of an animal. He loved them. We hold on to hope. Happiness. Who wants to be happy? Happy comes from hope. Psalm 146, verse 5. Happy is he that has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. Want to be happy? Start focusing your, your hope the lord take pleasure in them that fear him in those that hope in his mercy psalm 147:11 blessed is those that hope in the lord see how important hopes becoming here blessed is the man that trusts in the lord and whose hope the lord is lamentations 3:26 it's good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the lord what? There is hope and waiting. What is the world? No hope and impatience. You know, hope is a door. Hosea 2.15, And I will give her vineyards from thence and the valley of Achor for a door of hope. And she shall sing there in the days of her youth, and in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt, the Lord Jesus is our hope. Joel 3:16 or Job 3:16. The Lord shall roar out of Zion and utter His voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of His people and the strength of the children of Israel. The Lord, is the Lord our hope? You know, God said an interesting thing. He, he, Jesus, he said an interesting thing. Wait in Jerusalem to the early church. Don't do anything. Jerusalem means the teaching of peace. Why were they to wait? till they were to be endured with power on on high. They already had the Holy Spirit. When Jesus came back and Thomas was missing, he said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. It was the gift of power, fire, and the word, giving them utterance they had to wait for. Oh, yes, some have said, oh, I've got, The Holy Spirit Because I speak in tongues They're missing the value here It's more than that The Holy Spirit is not power It gives a gift of power The Holy Spirit is not fire It gives a gift of fire It's connected But it's power and fire as a gift The question is Have we waited Or have we run out of Jerusalem Without power Without fire To be mowed down by the enemy it's a word in our heart what army has no communications with the generals on the ground and what general has no communication with the soldiers in the field how often do you hear testimonies the Lord said in my heart go talk to that guy and bang something happened that is the word of faith the other words in the Bible are the words of Scripture. Yes, we can claim them in prayer. Yes, the Lord God will perform what He's promised, which is said by the words in the Scripture. But the word of faith is hearing, not reading. Hearing. And the gift of healing comes by God's promise. You will receive the promise in Jerusalem at the teaching of peace. The word is the Lord gave them utterances and they spoke in other tongues. You think he just gave them utterance to speak in other tongues? The early church proves that they were given utterance to do. Utterance through the prophets, utterance in their hearts, dreams through utterance, direction from God. So who is waiting in Jerusalem 50 days these days, learning the teaching of peace? (laughs) Romans 8.24, we are saved by hope, but hope is that not seen is not hope. So if you already see it, you can't be saved by it. We are saved by hope. We cannot see. That's the way God wants it. In Colossians 1.23, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, that's settled in your heart, you will not be moved away from the hope of the gospel. The hope of the new news, the good news. We say put on the helmet of salvation. You know how that's put on? 1 Thessalonians 5.8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. If we're not hoping in the promises of God, we haven't got the helmet of salvation on. Hope comes through a grace gift. Second 2 Thessalonians 2.16 now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and the God, even the Father, which had loved us, has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. I just finished off with this one because um, we are to rejoice in the hope. That's proper praise. Not praise God, how good God must love us because we're praising him. It's rejoicing in that God has given us through grace his hope. He's given us through grace his promises, and that he's going to do those promises. Hebrews six, But Christ is a son over his own house, whose house we are, if, if, if we hold fast to the, hold fast to the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end amen <laughs> praise the lord i hope that's a help for everybody he's helping me give my heart up to god to get more of god and asking god to take more of me and asking him to take give me more of him
1: fantastic teaching we're live right now with minister peter Whiffin, my friend all the way from the gold coast of australia If you need prayer tonight, I believe the Lord wants to do something for you. We want uh, to pray with you this evening. We're going to go to a song break, and we're going to come back and agree in Jesus' name for your healing tonight. If you need deliverance, whatever you need tonight, the Lord has it all in his hand. And we want to um, speak with you. The number to dial in on is area code 323-784-9622. Or if you're outside the USA or Canada, if you want to um, give me your phone number, we can dial you. Or you can send me a friend request on Skype. I'll have you in the um, directory, and I can patch you in tonight or any night. Omega Man Radio is the Skype name. Peter, uh, we're going to take a song break before we do and come back. Uh, We'll take about a five-minute break. Um, I would like you to give people your website, your email address. You do do appointments for deliverance. uh, Tell people how they can reach you.
0: Okay, um, they can reach me on uh, Facebook, which is my name, uh, Peter Wiffen, W, H, I for Igloo, F for Fred, F for Fred, I for Igloo, N for Nally, Peter Wiffen. Um, You can message me there and we go on Skype, um, which is value, V-A-L-U, Skype, S-K-Y-P, oh, value, V-A-L-U, 777, Skype, S-K-Y-P-E, all those words together. Value, V-A-L-U, triple sevens, Skype. You know, I uh, God showed me that um, you know, um, one person is important. Yes. And yeah, you know, uh, uh, it dawned on me. Adam had a beginning and uh, has an end because he died. But when we're born again, we're born in we're born into no beginning and no end we're born into him who is eternal that means to me he always knew us and always will so one person is really important and God showed me never give up be faithful A lot of people, they don't get a result and they move on. They go to find someone they can get a result. It's not the result. It's whether you're faithful. Really, God's looking at. It's not whether you get a result. You're faithful, working through love. The results come. God loves us all. And I believe he known us before the foundation of the world. Well, when did he know us then? If we knew us before then, I believe he's always known us. We just haven't known him. That makes every single believer from the least to the greatest priceless. If you're a believer listening, you are I believe you're priceless, I believe you're special, I believe you're greatly loved, and you know, I just want to say you can't do anything more to get any more love from God. God loves us all with all his heart. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Well, why is he saying that? Because God loves us that way. God already loves us all. It's a mistake to try and earn the love of God. We can't We get any more. We've already got it. I'm preaching. I'm supposed to be giving my website. But anyway, praise that's the good, Lord. Hey, that's a good word, brother. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Hey, it's a good word. Because, you know, you hug someone at church, you hug anyone, give them a hug, and, and realize they are so special. And you're praying for people. You pray with all your heart with them and you know the devil is an accuser when we point the finger at anybody we're doing his business we're in the image of God why can we point and accuse the image of God God loves the world no matter what they're doing whether they're the precedent whether they're cutting the head off a Christian they're in his image. We have to look at it how God looks at it. He's angry with the wicked every day. Wicked is not people necessarily. I believe the scripture says the wicked are the demons. And when a person follows demons, they're being wicked. Wicked. God is angry with the wicked, but he died for the ones that are being naughty. God loves the whole world. He reigns on everyone. Have a look around. they are all got cards. They're all running everywhere, mostly. They're blessed. There's plenty of food for everyone. So what I'm doing these days is I'm checking myself. I don't want to point a finger at God's image. Why should I, one image of God, point the finger at another one? Huh? That's not faith. God loves His cre- creation, His people, His family. He loves everyone. He wishes none perish. We are, by loving God, we are to love our neighbours. Doesn't mean we got to live next to them and agree with everything they're doing, but we got to recognise them in God's image and love them, pray for them. Oh God. Heal them. Open their eyes. Let them see. Let them make heaven. Don't let them go to the pit. That's loving your neighbor. Pray for the president, same way. You know, the leader is put there by God. Anyone who points and criticizes the leader is criticizing God's decision to put him there. That's true. Yeah, because the Bible says he's put there by God. What the people have got to look at is say, why do we deserve such a man? Mm, what's wrong with us that we deserve such a man? That's a better way to look. Let's be faithful to him that's being faithful. Let's be faithful in his, to him and, re, and receive God's judgments. Not judgment judgment, but God's just and judgment ways. If a nation had a look and said, why have we been given this guy? We've got to get on our knees. We've got to turn from what we're doing. We're doing something wrong here. And it's all going wrong, we're doing something wrong. That's a better way. So anyway, that's just a small one because I don't believe people will get blessed by pointing the finger. It, it's gonna return. And that's a shame. And that's a thing in the heart. Have we got judgments in the heart where we've pointed the finger? Have we got fingers pointing out of our heart at everyone? Husbands, wives, mothers, children's. Myself, I find it's better to ask a question than point a finger. For instance, why are you being nasty to me? Instead of you're being nasty to me, that's pointing a finger. But if you ask, why are you being nasty to me? That's not pointing a finger. That's asking a question. And it's a training and a learning how to do that. Guess where I learned that? In Jesus. If you look at Jesus, he's always asking questions. So my website is uh hiskingdomstable.com, dot com. dot com. And there is uh free downloads there. And um I put up some of the sheets, you know, that I use, um just so people can if they want to share it with anyone or, or remember it, it's there, you know, rather than just listen through. And I, I think that helps. And uh, everything's free on there because you know, uh, freely we receive, freely we give. You know, what God gives free, we can't sell. We can't sell His promise. He can't sell His word. I'm selling the Bible, I suppose. Jeez, but you know, it's the cost of printing it. <laughs> but you can't sell, you can't sell the blessing of God. You can't sell the blessing of God. You try and sell it, God's not going to move with it because He said to it's in disobedience he said give it free so everything on my website's free don't give me any offering I don't ask for it I'm I, um, glad it's looking after me he blessed me and you know you find someone poor give him money if you want to give away something because you know where your heart is where your heart is your where your money goes that's where your heart is and you know how can you pray for people if you have a Faith works with love. And, you know, with a couple of bucks you can love someone. So you start off there. And then you'll find you can pray for people with love. And it's really good. So um, it's a way to train yourself. You know, how, how can you bless someone with love if you can't bless them with five bucks for a coffee? Huh? So our whole life, I believe, is a war. And our whole life is a mission. I, I don't believe anything I have is, is, my, is my own um, to just be serving myself with my, uh, uh, my attitude is and I'm not bragging it's just it my attitude is is that my life exists to, to try and be a blessing to try and give what God's given us free try and share that out um, person does that person does that they're doing the full thing full thing That's why Jesus said to the rich man, give everything away, because if he had done that, he would have developed the love, see? He would have developed love in his heart. And his treasure would have been with the love of people. His treasure would have been with the blessing he would have returned by seeing the smile on someone he helped. So it starts off with little things, being faithful in little things, being faithful, faithful in little things, goes into bigger things. Amen. My
1: brother, that's wisdom right there. If you're just tuning in. We're live with Minister Peter Whiffen. We're going to go to a song, a song and then we're going to come back and go the phone lines. Amen. And if you need prayer, dial in at 323-784-9622. We'll be right back. Boy, that was a beautiful song there. That was Chuck Gerard backed up by the second chapter of Acts. We're live right now with Minister Peter Whiffen. We want to go to the phone lines. Pray for some people out there. Brother Peter, do I have you back on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Praise the Lord. I want to try to get in first. A young man who's been trying to get through for for days now, and uh, Minister Judy Ann has ministered to him, but he contacted me tonight. Uh, he's a young man uh, with a brain tumor. Um, went through the oh, radiation, okay. the chemotherapy, and yeah. we want to try to get Brother Sean on and Pray tonight asking people to come in agreement for this young man's healing tonight. Yeah, We're going to dial him right now. Stand by. Okay. I'm not sure what time zone he's in. I hope that uh, I haven't missed him. Mm-hmm. But he was on about half an hour ago, so I trust he's still awake. We're going to get yeah, him.
0: Uh, it'll be afternoon if he's in Australia.
1: I uh, I don't know where he's at. I think he's in America. Okay. We're going to find out. We're dialing Sean right now. Great word tonight, brother Peter. I want to encourage people to go to
0: Peter's website. Peter, what is your website? Um, hiskingdomstable.com dot com. Like it's His Kingdom, His dot com, because there's deliverance at the table, and it was made. The website was made for that revelation that we or understanding that came to us about. Uh, the power of deliverance at the table and um, just while we're waiting I, I just like to encourage people to have communion Because it's pretty powerful have it every day at home
1: absolutely it's the mill that heals
0: the mill that heals uh, it does something um, by um, expression or expressing Expressing our belief, our trust, it does something. Praise the Lord.
2: So, uh,
1: brother Sean, this is Shannon Davis and Peter Whiffen calling you back, my brother. I hope um, we didn't miss you. If you get this message, send me a quick Skype and we'll get you on the air tonight to pray with you.
2: To replay your message, press one. To continue, your message has been sent.
0: Okay, and that's all right. Uh, see if he comes up, but uh, I'm available to pray for him as well anytime. So,
1: fantastic. Okay, uh, let's see what we got next here. Stand by. Let's try uh, Lisa in Australia. We're going to dial her now. And I really appreciate you my brother for coming on tonight. Sister Lisa. Sound check, Lisa, can you hear us? You may be muted. I don't know if uh, if you've got uh, Skype headset or not. Check and see if you're muted, Lisa. We can't hear anything. Okay, I think Lisa's in the chat room, Lisa. Um Turn on your audio out there, and what we'll do is we will call you back. Okay. Let's go to our next <clears throat> caller in the queue. Let's go to um, area code 619 on the switchboard. 619, welcome tonight. How are you doing? Area code 619, can you hear me? Sound check. Brother Peter, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. You. Okay, let's try the next number. We're going to go to uh, the switchboard area code 251. 251, yes. welcome tonight. How are you doing?
2: Thank you. I'm okay. Um, what's your
1: name? I just you... went
2: through a devastating.
1: Yes. Let me start by asking you uh, what's your name and where are you calling from?
2: Okay, my name is Roxy, and I'm from Alabama.
1: Well, Roxy, welcome aboard. How can we be of service to you tonight, sister?
2: Well, I just uh, had a devastating loss. Uh, a friend was uh, uh, lost his life a couple weeks ago, and um, I'm just having a hard time dealing with it, and I just want to know why this had to happen. I mean, it was like he was the ray of sunshine in my life, and it was just ripped away from me.
1: How did he pass away, Around Roxy? Uh, he
2: was struck by a vehicle.
0: Okay. Oh Hi, this is Peter. Hi, Roxy. Uh-huh. Hi. You know, that that's uh-huh. a good question- that's a good question and um Mayor Shannon, you might want to talk about it, but that's a good question and um a lot of people um a lot of people uh would we want to ask that sort of question. And, um, you know, when I see a tragedy uh, at one point before I had what I know now, I would ask that question in a certain way. Um, There is a scripture by, um, by Solomon, the wisest man on earth, who says that time and chance happens to all men. Some people think every single step is ordained by God. Um... He says, time and chance happens to all men. So sometimes it, sometimes also, um, because we've been made kings, we can walk the earth and do whatever we want. Some people think God just directs every single step we make, but I, I believe that we, we're kings. We can do what we want. And God knows what we're going to do. And uh, a lot of times, he knows the whole future. So he knows exactly what we're going to do, and he knows the day we're going to die and he tries to warn Uh so I I would say I would say this uh, that that your friend probably got some warnings and it's not his fault he he probably didn't know how how to handle it and what to listen to and the other thing says uh, that the scripture says is everyone is a target the thief comes to kill steal and destroy and God gives a promise on life right it's the thief and what the thief wants to do, the God of this world, who's at work in the sons of disobedience, and I'm not saying your friend's disobedient, but he's at work in the minds of a lot of people, he wants to get us tragedy to happen and then get us to point the finger right at God himself. And then he laughs. Right. He gets God who loves us while we were yet naughty to be blamed for such a tragedy. God says, I, he says in a scripture, I wish that none perish. God says, I promise 60 years plus 10 and another 10. That's 80 years. Uh, 60 plus 10 guaranteed and another 10, another 10 if you're strong. So anyone dying under, under the age of 70 is, is dying outside the will of God's time. It's not his will. Okay. okay? So it, it is a mistake. Like 46. It, 46. Sad, eh? Was he a believer, love? Yes. He believed? Yes,
2: he
0: was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. We thank you, Father, for his soul. We thank you he made it. And that, see, we're never going to die. We, we, it's just where we are living we live it on this earth or we will we be with Jesus? Yeah. There's only 500 weeks in 10 years. A 1,000 more weeks, he'd be 56. 1,500 more weeks, he'd be uh, 76. So it's not long. The Bible says life is like a vapor. Jesus was cut short at 33 himself. Mm-hmm. He's cut off from the land of the living. So to me, someone to me and, and I want to uh, I want to encourage you there and bless you I want to encourage you there it's a mistake to blame God it's not his will according to the scripture not my idea and it's not his will that these things happen It. this is why God is so upset with the world of what's happening he's so upset with the demons could have been a spiritual spirit in a driver that caused him to be distracted that he that he had the accident and, and he and killed him. Look at John the Baptist. You know the the spirits were at work in Herod and cut his head off. So, um, uh huh. It's not a blaming of God. It's a mistake to do that, and all that'll do is open up Satan to come and get you. All right. It's it's yeah, just a I, mistake. I
2: don't really blame God. I just I just want to know why, why? it to
0: happen. Yeah. I
2: mean, I don't know. I, Why? I feel like it was personal, and I know it's not, but I feel yeah. like I
0: was attacked. You're attacked, and you would be disappointed because you'll miss him now. And and um, right. Look, you miss him, and um, and that's sad. And uh, but we will see him. You know, I bet you if he could talk to you now, he'd say, "I'm glad I'm where I am. <laughs> I'm glad to be yeah. free of this world." Yeah. yeah? You you look, sure yeah. Yeah, you, look, you look at the testimonies. Yeah, you look at the testimonies of people who've died and come back. They said they didn't want to come back. They, they right. said it was great.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he's very happy. I'm sure he's, he's um, you know, in a great place. And I'm, I'm happy for him in that respect. I guess I'm just selfish.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all right.
2: He's still because... robbed.
0: Yeah, and you are robbed. You are robbed. hmm He's supposed to live till seventy, eighty years old. So you are robbed, and no, and I'm uh, I'm sorry for that for you. But we can pray that God makes it up to you, and that God uses all things together for good to help you make it up for you. Because God loves him, and God loves you, and he, and God died, of course, as we know, for all of us. And God loves you, so we we can we can pray if you like that that God our Father who loves us makes it up to you and um, yes. comforts you would that be good? It's up to you yes. or pray whatever you would like and um, I'm sorry you okay. disappointed, I'm sorry that happened, uh, there's many people that happens to and that's Satan having a big laugh at us you know and, and God himself and we pray in Jesus name now for you Roxy that um, that you be touched, you be healed and strengthened in this time and, that, and then that don't dance with disappointment. You know, we slay the spirits of disappointment. You can't disappoint her and hurt her heart. You know, Father, we love you and praise you and I ask that every spirit of wickedness assigned to affect Roxy because of this and other things be bound Let those spirits be put to sleep with your love, Father, in all who are in her life. Let no spirit of wickedness affect her whatsoever in Jesus' name. And Father God, I ask that Roxy, if she's torn herself up over this, that she be healed. We, We remit all error, all sins over her that would damage her. And I pray, Father God, that what's been taken for her be restored to her. Yes, we speak, restore. Restore her hope, restore her life for her father in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.
2: Thank
1: you. God bless you, Roxy. How did you uh, hear about the program tonight?
2: Oh, I was just uh, looking through, and, and this happened on it, and uh, I'm glad I did.
1: Well, may I the, feel blessed. May the Lord richly bless you, and we invite you to keep tuning in. Uh, we're live every night from 7 p.m. till sometimes 1 a.m., and uh encourage you to ke- okay. keep tuning in, and feel free to call anytime you need, sister. God bless you.
2: All right. Thank you so
0: much. God bless bye, you. Roxy. bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye, love.
1: If you need prayer tonight, dial in at area code 323 seven eight four nine six two two I want to add on to what you said I, I couldn't have said it any better Peter but what you said was oh. uh, was truth and there's another element out there many people are killed by the enemy what is my support for making that statement the word of God says Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour and it says the thief cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. Now, the thief is not God. The thief is Satan. Yeah. Satan, the father of lies. He hates you and I with a passion because we're created in God's image. And because the creator sent his son to die for you and I. So that we would not have to uh, have the death sentence of an eternity in the lake of fire. Because of sin that came into the world. And he redeemed us. If we'll call on him and follow him and be saved. And the enemy hates us because he doesn't have a redemption plan. Satan has been judged. He's going to go to the lake of fire. Along with one third of the angels that fell with him and the demon hordes that follow him. They're doomed. And they hate you and I. The only pleasure they can take is... To try to exact revenge and kill as many as God's people as he can. To kill every all creation. They hate everybody. Whether you love Jesus or not, they hate you. Because we're created in his image. And we've got to understand that from the time we are born, we are born into a literal war zone. That's yep, the that's, that's right. the fallacy. Most people don't understand. They're, they think that everything is going to be fine. But understand we're in war. And in war... You've got an enemy that's trying to kill you. The enemy will try to kill you in the womb if he can and have you aborted so that you never even come out of the womb. And he's doing a great job of that, slaughtering tens of millions every year. And then those that do make it, he'll try to destroy you every step of the way and take you out, snuff you out. He doesn't want you to be happy. He doesn't want you to have joy. He doesn't want you to be able to sleep. He wants to torment you day and night. He wants to imprison you for the time that you are here in a world of psychotropic drugs if he can. He wants you to cut on yourself. He wants you to even commit suicide if he can get you to do that and go out in a body bag. Now, that's not God. That's the devil. We've got to understand who the enemy is. It's Satan and his demonic hordes. And understand that their mission is to try to kill you as quickly as they can. The good news tonight is Jesus came. To set the captives free, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, save that which was lost. And he's given you and I the authority as believers in Christ to go out there and stand in the gap for the people that the enemy is trying to destroy right now. To cast out those demons that would like to kill them. To pray for those that have taken on demonic illnesses and diseases. That they could be healed to live another day so they can stay around longer and in turn go out and do likewise, help other people. He's called you and I to go out there and win the souls so that when they die, they don't have to go to hell. They'll be in the immediate presence of the Lord. As was the case of this brother who was killed in this tragic uh, accident, but he's with Jesus. You step out of the body, you're in the immediate presence of the Lord. So Jesus loved us enough that he he's trying to get his people, his church, to get active as his soldiers on the ground and begin to stand in the gap for people that the enemy is going to try to kill. If we don't get in there and help defend them. The problem is there's not enough willing to do it. And so many die prematurely. Before their time, the enemy whacks them. So the onus is on you and I that are awake saying, Lord, I'm willing to help and do my share and help minister to those people and help those people that you put in my path so they don't have to be taken out by the enemy.
0: Good people die. And that's good, Shannon, because it's an encouragement. It's encouragement to to wait in Jerusalem, pray for the power, pray for the direction of God in your heart. Pray for the fire. We can pray for people to have that power of fire. Pray and then go out. It's a two-footed gospel. Two feet, two shoes, one healing, one deliverance. If you're walking on one foot, you're going to hop. They try to tell some of my friends who just go out on healing, do two feet. It's the way God wants it. Go into all the world, say peace, we have peace, bless them, don't argue with them, don't condemn them. The Holy Spirit condemns, bless them, say we have heaven here in our hand, we've got heaven in our hands, and when I realize I'm realizing, just go with what you got, just just seek the power, seek the endorsement, seek the badge, get the power and go out, and go out with what you got. Be Amen. faithful with a little. Yeah?
1: Amen. Work with what you've got, God yeah. will give you more. Yeah. And remember, yeah. you can make a difference out there. You can actually yeah. intervene.
0: You and can, stop. and there's not enough people to affect the whole world. There's plenty of work, plenty of space. The harvest fields are full. There's a spot for everyone to go and do it. You know, Shannon, I was thinking something. The... the, the 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 problem we've had in the church is we've made ministries out of the job of the believers. We we put or we've we've made it special that the job of the believer, but it's special, but it's for every believer. It's for everybody. Everyone, every the a ministry, a proper ministry biblically is is the teachers to teach the body to do it.
1: What's the point the, of the church? The church is a rallying point. You yeah. get trained up, and then you're supposed to go forward and do what go Jesus out. did.
0: Go out. We've
1: got the commission to do it, Peter. We have. Jesus hasn't called us to spend our whole life in a church, and that's all we do. That's our only uh, testimony is that we went to church on Sunday. It's not there. That's nothing th- but a rallying point. There. We're supposed to go out and do what Jesus said in Mark 16. Maybe we need to read Mark 16 one more time as a reminder yeah. yeah Afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart He rebuked them because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen And Jesus said unto them He saying unto you tonight Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature Now you say, does that mean I need to go overseas? No. Start right where you're at in your city, on your job, wherever God puts people in your path, at the Walmart, at the uh, grocery store, at a restaurant, wherever God puts person in your path and gives you that opportunity, right there, you share the gospel with them. It says, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. Talking about water baptism. So if you get saved, you should follow up with water baptism. That's a good thing. But he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them, shall follow you out there that believe in Jesus. In the my name, in Jesus' name, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. That's the gifts of the Holy Spirit, one of them that Peter was talking about. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So, if someone tries to assassinate you, you know, tries to poison to kill you, and that was their preferred method of assassination back then, they try to poison you. That's why the kings had a tester, test their food and their drink. So, if someone was poisoning the king, that person would die, and it would save the king's life. So, you know, if someone tried to do that to you today, you're not going to have to worry about that because God's got your back. It says. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. You will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And that's where he's at right now. He's there until God makes Jesus' enemies his footstool. And then he's going to return at the last trump, and he's going to come back, and he's going to set up his kingdom here for a thousand years. One thousand year millennial reign. The point is, is we've all been commissioned to do it. It's not a an an- special anointing. It's no, not a calling for just a few. All of us have been called in Luke, I mean in, Mar- in, in Mark 16, to go do this. Yes, every single believer. You've already been called and commissioned by the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are a believer. That's right. To go That's out right. and do these things. And all you've got to do is say, Lord, here I am. And in and doing, doing so, that. you can stop some people that the enemy has marked for death that the enemy is making a plan right now to take their life and they go out before their time the way god will thwart the enemy's plans is to use his believers hmm. but if we don't show up if there's not enough people to report for duty it's the, the enemy's going to slaughter these people just hmm. like that poor samaritan man or the the, the poor man was uh, excuse me the The poor man was on the side of the road dying, and you had the Good Samaritan that stopped. Others had no time. They were too busy. It was like that YouTube video someone posted recently of New York City, and they had this young boy get out Uh, there, and he just had skimpy clothing on, no shoes, very cold, and he was freezing to death. He was going into hypothermia, and he got so cold that he crawled into a garbage sack, a big... Tidy bag, and uh, people just looked at him and went their way, and it was a homeless man that stopped and took his shirt off, his coat off of his back, and helped him, and you know what? That's kind of a picture. There's people out there contemplating suicide, tormented, being attacked by cancers, being attacked yeah. by demons, and they're depressed, <laughs> and they have no hope right now, and People are not stopping and rendering first aid. You know, um, it's a beautiful sound if if you've been in an accident and you hear an ambulance coming because you know that there's help on the way. Or if someone's had a, you know, let's say had a heart attack and you called 911, and to hear that ambulance pull up, you know that there's help on the way to help them. They're going to put them in that gurney, they're going to put them in the back, and they're going to take them to the hospital where they can get some help. The body of Christ has been called to be the ambulance. We're called to pick up these wounded people and take them to the hospital to Jesus Christ for healing, deliverance. What happens if the ambulance didn't come? People would die many times. They expire. What happens if the men and women of God do not obey the Lord Jesus Christ and render first aid and triage and do all that they can? You do the best you can. That's all God expects. Don't wait to be perfected. Don't wait till nope. you have every gift of the Holy Spirit because you may be waiting nope. twenty years. Yes. Don't, don't wait till you have you become a a seasoned deliverance minister. Brother, I nope. didn't know the first thing about deliverance when I rolled up my sleeves. I just knew yeah. that there was this lady screaming. <laughs> and she <laughs> was being tormented and I received an urgent call and the guy says, I need your help. Who me? I don't know anything about deliverance. I was in Costa Rica. <laughs> I'd heard about it. I'd been raised in church, but never saw it. And he said, "Will you help me? What was I going to do? Say no. Hmm. I got on there, rolled up my sleeves. I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't yeah. matter. We saw major victory. Well, wow. Come out in the name of Jesus. That's the basics. You start That's right it. there. Go in the name of Jesus. Everything else, the Holy Ghost will train you on the job. But I was willing to do what I could do. And that's all hey, you that wanna, the Lord yeah, expects. That's it.
0: Hey, Shannon, yes, quick sir. 101 on healing and deliverance. Tell me. Healing. Be healed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> deliverance. Come out in the name of Jesus. Folks, you've got there. the basics. You're ready to there roll. There you go. That's all you need.
1: Amen. <laughs> and you know what? you got to have a desire to want to wanna help people. If you'll do that. Yeah. you love them. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Will you have mercy on someone? who's yeah. being tormented by demons, and stop and take your time. Yeah. There's no greater love than a man that would lay this down as a life for a brother. Yeah.
0: Or Yeah, stop now. Look at the Sumerian, that story, eh? The priest walked by, the Levite walked by. Huh? What's with them? On their way to church?
1: Yeah, they poor were guy. They were the going poor, to church. Oh. They wanted to meet their friends, go out mm-hmm. and have a, a cup of coffee afterwards. I, I've got a point. Thank God happy with them. I'm going in for my Thank sermon, God then God we're God. going out to eat, a one-hour sermon, and I've done yeah, God like my lunch. due, due sermon. Nothing wrong with that. But you no. know what? There was someone in need right there. That's it. That what are, where are, what are our priorities? Our priorities. Where's the love? Where is the love, man? Where is the love? Yeah. Faith
0: the bre- works through love, hmm. not a magic box. It works out of love because God
1: is love. Peter, faithful that works is dead. If we're not willing through the works of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Then our faith is dead because we're not willing to demonstrate it. Yeah. What are we What's really?
0: It? Huh? Get a I prophecy? Don't... Find out if God really loves you with a prophecy? It's not that. God already loves us. Yes. We know. We know he loves us. And he's already <coughs> told us what to do. Two thousand
1: years ago, Peter. Yeah. And some people are still waiting. Yeah. To try to figure out what their mission is. Your mission yeah. is to do what Jesus did. Get over Mark sixteen.
0: Yeah. If you can concentrate you know, on easy. those it's look, it's easy as this. You see yes. someone hobbling along or someone need a hand? Yes. Oh, can I put the groceries in the car for you? Hmm. Can I help you? Um, uh, would you like a hand? Or I'll pay that. Yes. Like like for me, I'm not bragging but the other, I don't brag. But the but the, demonstrate. Like I saw a lady looking for a trolley and we got the Aldi's, you know, and you got to put the money in, then you put the trolley back and you get your two bucks back. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and and I got my trolley. I'm taking it back. And then I see this lady, she's looking fumbling. I said, oh, hey, you want the trolley? She said, oh, yeah. Hey, don't worry about <laughs> the two bucks. Keep it. Yeah, bless you. It's it's, it's like walking it out, thinking, well, that made that lady's life a little bit easier then, just little trolley, no big deal. God showed me you know the Hari Krishna's? Yes. <laughs> the other weekend on Sunday, we're down a Burley Hill here and it's a park, you know, at the surf beach and full of people. And on the top of the hill there's a car park and then there's the Hare Krishna's Hari Hari, Hari Hari. And something went off inside me that said, Bless them. Don't argue, bless them. Because I'm thinking, I don't like this. They're out there getting recruits. And spreading demons. So, you know, Shannon, I marched straight up there. (laughs) Like I was walking straight up there. I stuck my hand in the air and the loud voices I could do. I said, bless you in the name of Jesus. And half the crowd with the Hare Krishna stuck their hands in the air and said, yes, bless in the name of Jesus. Wow. They went off. And it was like, bang, I sparked something. And then I said, I banged, you know, every spirit here. In the name of Jesus. And um, put down the demons that were active there. And then I looked in the eye of the little guy in the yellow suit who was the real culprit. You know, he's the one with the strong man in him. Yes. He was a half Chinese dude. And, you know, his eye, his eye looked at me. His eye looked at me and I knew his heart. He knew he was doing the wrong thing. He got convicted. He knew he was naughty. <laughs> so I pointed straight at him and I said, and I pray that the Lord Jesus wash you in his blood. And then I went back to normal. Wow. <laughs> and all the crowd there went, what was that? No one saw. But they went off down the hill. and never came back. Man, but that's, that's beautiful. that mm. is blessing. all right? Mm. Now I'm not saying do that everyone, you know, you gotta you gotta be not worried about what anyone thinks of you to do that. But I mean I felt quite calm after that. I didn't worry, people were looking at me and I just well, well enjoy the day now. But the spirits behind those people were cast down. The demons were bound for the day for them. And I reckon, I pray for their souls. I pray for the soul of that Hare Krishna Guru. and you get safe. You know, brother, that's so where we got to be. We've we got to go and bless. Yes. You know, the proper way to preach is to offer good news. Not point the finger. The accuser of the brethren says, hey, you sinner. No. I've got a tract there that says Jesus loves you. God loves you. Bless you. God loves you. I've got life in my hands. I've got heaven in my hands. You want some? I'll pray for you if you would like me to pray. That's a way to share. No one's going to be against you if you say, look, I love you. I believe in God. Can Can I pray? Would you like me to pray for you? See if I can help. That's a way.
1: What does it mean when the word says love? Covers
0: a multitude of sins. Well, how's that scripture, eh? How's that scripture? Huh?
1: Does that mean by seconds. demonstrating love like you did? Like Henry Gruver did as he was in Indonesia in a hotel checking in in a very dangerous place, dangerous time. In seven or eight Indonesian men. Saw him, and they went over the corner. They started whispering, and they were targeting him. They were going to kidnap him and probably cut his head off. And they followed him into an elevator, all eight of them, seven, eight. And there was nobody coming to help Henry. He was on his own. But he had the Lord. And as he got in the elevator and they surrounded him, he turned and twirled around and looked each one in the eyes and blessed them. And he said more. He right. may have said, Jesus loves you. Yeah. I forgive you. He remitted Ten their sins. Seconds. And when the door opened up, they all got out and walked on their own way. Wow. They didn't ambush him. That's what they were going to do. He knew it. Yeah. But he said, I've had knives held up to my throat. Yeah. And he's remitted their sins. He says, I forgive you. Yes. Jesus loves you. And... Um, He's had so many situations like that where they were trying to take going to take his life if they'd had an opportunity and uh, he um, he remitted their sins asked God to pour out his goodness mercy and grace on them and in doing so standing in the gap showing love it bought them some time for the lord to be able to do a work on their heart and it bound those demons
0: up Yes.
1: Man, the demons
0: you? would have got a shock because they because they can't answer love. You know, Satan never saw the cross. It says if the princes of this world had known they would have never crucified Jesus. They they couldn't yet it was in the scripture and, and, and he was told there's a lamb, you know, the the Passover it's Passover. But, but they don't understand love. Well, you know what is the second greatest commandment? You love everybody as yourself.
1: Amen. That's the second greatest commandment. I think that is our final exam.
0: It is
1: because if we don't have love, it's all vanity.
0: Doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean anything.
1: What did Jesus do? He was. He was. He'd been killed on the cross. And he said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." That's right. He, because he
0: knew they were demonized.
1: He stood in the gap for you and I. Literally, he laid his life down for you and I because he knew that there was no other way. We had a death sentence yeah, on right us. Yeah. He stood in the gap for us, literally laying down his life. No greater love than a man that would lay down his life for a friend. Yeah. And then on the cross, one guy called out for mercy. And he showed mercy.
0: He got Blessed
1: out. are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. And you know what? Yeah, that's it. Right up until the very last moment, he was giving us an example of what we're to do, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. He said, I'm the way. And it's the best way. It's the best way. He said he made us all. He made the universe. And he said, I'm the way. It's the best way. It's the best. You know, and that's why we preach the gospel. It's not to make men behave themselves. It's to show them that God loves them. It's the healing and deliverance and to be born into love. To enter from time into eternity known. From enter from death unto life. And that's the two footed gospel. And I believe that's where our modern day church has gone wrong. They had the big healing evangelists, but they were one legged. Yes. And, and and it and it didn't work all our it should have worked. Because the it says when you preach the gospel, the devil comes. Doesn't the parable say that? The devil steals the word? Well, if, you, if you're not binding the devil, he's going to steal the people you're talking to. Well, look at uh, any nation. They have a military.
1: If they don't have a military, then it's mm-hmm. just a matter of time before somebody so, that wants what they've got is going to steal land from them. and take it. Take it by force. Yeah. And Satan's the same way. He's got a demonic military. And the body of Christ are supposed to be the protectorate, the soldiers. We've been called to be soldiers. And we've been called to defend. Yeah, try going into war with no weapons. We've been called to fight the enemy, which is trying to kill people around us. If there's no military, then you'll be slaughtered. It's just a matter of time. And any ministry that's not doing deliverance, they've got no protection, but by the grace of God in his mercy. But the fact of it remains, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge, and there's people that are dying, and God warned us, be sober, be vigilant, because your enemy, Satan, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, whom he may whack and take out in a body bag. Through cancers... Through demonic illnesses, through suicides, through a whole host of doorways that he'll open up to kill you. And if the the body of Christ is not doing deliverance, they stand uh, sitting vulnerable, and the enemy is just going to roll right over them, easy pickings. People are dying because they're they don't know that we're in a war, and they're not. They don't have the warrior mindset and they're not doing battle with the enemy. So the enemy just comes and picks them off. It's not optional. Yep. If you want to live, then you've got to report for duty and fight. Or the enemy will come after you and take you out in a body bag. And don't blame God. Because yep. he told us what we needed to be doing.
0: If you want to just do healings, Jesus said you'll get 10% of those that get healed. Out of the 10 lepers, one come back. Well, it's not enough
1: Brother, if the if the sickness is demonically generated they, They'll keep it Absolutely, we got to cast that devil out so they can be healed yep. In That's Jesus' right. name I mean, this is the full gospel
0: And if you're two not feet. doing it, it's a lopsided gospel they're involved in hmm. I, They're not f- balanced They say balance is not deliverance Balance is deliverance and healing Both Yes. The way I look at it, deliverance is pulling the splinter out, hmm. the foreign object. Yes. And then, and then healing is the command for the body to stop rebelling, to heal, be do what God's said in His Word to do, be fruitful and multiply. And that's that command, eh? Hey? We got that scripture, hey? How powerful is that? Restore, restore, restore. Amen. And salvation is
1: restoration, isn't it? A relationship it's with the Father? It, it's, if it was
0: just go to heaven, God could write in the clouds, believe in me, and it's done. <laughs> hey. It's not. It's, it's deliverance and restoration from where the creation was corrupted. It's the repair of the corruption that's in the world. If Through had- the lust... Of fallen spirits wanting the world for themselves, the fallen angels.
1: You know, if we mm. had friends or family that had been captured, kidnapped, yeah. and you knew that they were being held by a hostile force and they were they were in a literally behind bars being tormented and deprived and tortured. And you got intelligence on where they're located where the prisoner of war camp was. Hmm. Don't tell me you wouldn't do everything you could to get to them and break them free. Even put many, your very many life paid on ransoms the ransoms
0: to get them free, hey?
1: Absolutely. And that's exactly what the enemy has done to your friends, your family, has done to you, those around you. And he plans to keep on doing it. And there's not anything going to stop him unless you and I resist him in the name of Jesus Christ. Till Jesus comes back and finally puts an end to it all. But in that meantime, you and I have been called and given that command to go break them forth out of there. And you're going to tell me you wouldn't do anything? You would sit there and let them rot behind bars? Mm. What kind of friend would you be? Mm. Do you really love them? You say you love them, but you're not willing to lift a finger? Oh, I'll just let someone else take care of it? Brother... You know, the POWs have been captured in wartime. They've made movies about those that said, hey, we don't leave any behind. And they went back in to break them out. When others had forgotten about them. Well, you know what? Yeah. We've all got to make that decision. What are we going to do about it? Because there's enemy right now. Everywhere we look and they've taken people captive. Are we going to get in there and break them out, bust them out, set them free? Raise them up in the name of Jesus. Or are we going to let them
0: just sit God. out there and perish? The choice is hey, yours then, tonight. This, this is a good third to encourage people. Like, I was just thinking, what about when you're sitting in heaven? It's me and Shannon are sitting there. Maybe we make it. We'll sit there. We're having our coffee in heaven, praising the Lord. We know we've got forever. It's been 10,000 years. Amen. And along walks a dude. He says, oh, you're the one. You talk to me. I got saved, and now I'm here. Wow. How precious is that?
1: The Bible says, he that wins souls is wise. Yeah.
0: That all heaven rejoices over one that is saved. Yeah, so how precious would that be? Now, if you see your friends in heaven with their friends that they got saved by sharing... And they got love from those people. Amen? And you haven't got any? How are you going to feel? Here's Seven. the good news. We got That's an opportunity so to turn it yeah. around, don't we? And start doing we something. Got... Yeah. And it's as simple as this. You lean over to a person and say, look, I have faith in God. Can I pray for you? I hope it helps you. Hmm. That's all. Hey, brother, I see you're having a hard time. I've got faith in God. Can I pray for you? or help. I-, I hope it helps you. And you know, the people of the world are going to say yes.
1: Brother, they, they, really, they really will because they know they need help.
0: They need it. And all we've got to do is stop the devil stopping us and have some guts and go, Oh, I've got faith in God. Can I pray for you? Because I hope it'll help you. I really don't like to see you like this. And, and if they say no, say, that's okay. You have a nice day. I wish you well. But if, but if they say yes, you say, oh, dear father, meet this person's need. That's all you got to do. <laughs> God's got to do the rest. We can't heal anyone. We can't deliver anyone. We can't even see the demons.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to little story here lady i know she comes around here um i've got like little disciples happening now she comes around here she said when she first got saved a lady was in a car accident her leg was smashed they were going to take it off quick story come and pray for her come out of the grapevine she went there she got her little daughter to put her hands on the lady's leg and they prayed god bless this lady from the head of her head to her toes we ask she be Rescued, healed from this. And they left. Three months later, they run into him. That lady was being reeled into the operating table. They texted her leg to cut it off. Ah, well. They said, we'll do one more x-ray on the way. And that whole leg was restored. She didn't have a leg amputated. Brother, that was childlike fakes right there. Yeah. So who needed any... Doctrine. Who needed any knowledge? Who needed anything to do that? That's true. That's truth right there. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Have have faith in God's faithfulness. That's the message for today. Just have a little faith in God's faithfulness and say, brother, listen. uh You know, I see you here. You you you. I see you having a hard time. I'm sorry you're having a hard time. I've got faith in God. Would you like me to pray for you? Because I don't. I hope something good happens. What's wrong with saying that? We can all do that. We can do that. And you know, God's going to move because he loves that person. He wants them saved. (laughs) And you will get a shock. And you'll get joy. You'll get the joy because God gets joy. It's his joy as our strength, not ours. His joy, and we get to share it. Yeah. And... A lot of times we're just too complex, and um, the gospel is not an invitation to church. <laughs> Forget that. It's, it's the heavens here. I've got good news for you. I've got heaven with me. Yeah, They get healed and delivered, the they're going to look for a church. <laughs> well, isn't that the truth. Sure will. That's the truth. You invite them to church, the devil can invite them out. This means nothing.
1: You're just tuning in, we're live with Minister Peter Wiffen. Uh, the switchboard is down, but we have a caller in the queue with her hand raised. Let's go to that call. 619 okay. 619 Hi. area code. How are you doing? What's your name? Can you hear us? A caller from 619 just dropped. Okay, huh. hang on a second. I don't think she intended to drop, something happened over there. She may hit the wrong key. Let me see if I can bring her in manually. I can't bring you into the switchboard because that's closed, but I can dial you and patch you in. Hold on. Let me dial that. Peter, how are you doing for time? you have time to take one more call?
0: i got plenty of time. Okay. Praise the Lord. Here we go.
1: We're going to dial 619. That may be Lupita out there. Lupita, I had uh, tried to bring you in earlier, but we didn't hear you, and we went to the next call. We're going to try you now. Hello there, Lupita.
2: Please leave a message.
1: Hello? Okay. I'm not sure what's going on. Let me try her one more time. We're going to try her again.
2: Please leave a message.
1: Okay, we're going right to the. voicemail unfortunately i could not get through um peter Never mind. you have a deliverance ministry and you help yeah. people anywhere around the yeah. world you can do it via skype how can a yeah. person contact you to set up a skype appointment there um are people out there that may could not maybe didn't get through tonight or yeah. you're listening in an mp3 later where most of you listen and uh you say boy i sure need some help how can they reach you
0: come on my facebook Peter Wiffen at Hotmail. Uh, sorry, Peter Whiffin at Facebook. W H I F F I N. There's not many Wiffins in the world, so it's pretty easy. Um, or you can go on my Hotmail, which is my name again, Peter Whiffen at Hotmail.com. Okay. And, um, I want to
1: encourage you out there to contact Peter. He'll set up an appointment with you and pray with you. Sure. And uh, your Skype is what again Value 777 Skype?
0: Yeah, V A L U 777 Skype. The word Skype. V A L U 777 Skype and you can friend me there. I'll always friend you and pray. And um we um it's amazing. Uh you get a little uh influence in people around us and uh yeah, we're helping them praying for them and then I'm getting uh them encouraged people encouraged to help others I, I'd, I'd rather see people get to heal and deliver and go and help people you know go and pray and deliver everybody go and heal everyone you know because there's, there's too much need there's, there's no time you know if every Christian in the world healed and delivered and got saved one person the Christian community would double and mm. it's just you know God would have a harvest it's a shame to see Jesus' blood run down the gutters, being wasted. Just a shame. Peter, so, give out your
1: website also because you've got a number of resources over there.
0: Yeah, we have just got a couple yeah. of downloads there. I've I've got um, I've got uh, uh, deliverances at the table, which is a uh, mighty, uh, mighty uh, way to uh, get healing. I uh, Really recommend communion and how to do communion and 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 uh, recognize that God gives us everything on his table that's why he sets up a table in the presence of our enemies it's not a machine gun it's not a sword it's not a shield it's a table and deliverance is at that table because there's judgment for Satan at the table whoever eats and drinks in an unworthy manner is guilty of the blood and body of Jesus Christ So when we present to the table, we put on the robe of righteousness with Jesus, sit next to him, and judgment falls. Jesus puts his blood and his bread on the table and says to Satan, now you pay for this. See, the cross is a two-edged sword. You know the saying, take up your cross and follow me? That cross is the cross to nail judgment on your enemies to. It's for you to nail sin to. By the way, sin... Sin needs to be clarified. Sin is a demon. God said to Cain, sin lieth at the door. It's a thinking entity outside wanting to come in. It's a demon. Enters. The act of sinning is following the demon. Got to discern it and divide it. Sin is a spirit of wickedness. Following that spirit is the act of sinning. Well, so that's wisdom you, right there. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, uh, finish what you're saying. No, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's got to be divided and recognized. If you ask many Christians what sin is, they say, well, it's something you do. No, the act of sinning is something you do. Sin itself is a demon. So where you see sin, you can guarantee there is a demon behind that sin leading that person. That's why we're to be led in righteousness. Amen. We need clarification on these things to survive these days. <laughs> hey, that's that's wisdom right there. That's right on. It's fantastic, eh? It's great. Because it explains a lot of things. Um, are you a bad person because you followed a demon who, who deceived you or even if you knew? No. God loved the world while they were yet sinners. I like to say, while well, they were yet naughty, following a spirit leading them. It's like following a friend to do wrong. You know, your son or daughter has a new friend and he's an evil dude. And he, he takes them down the road to do something wrong. That's all sin is. It's a demon leading the people. The act of sinning is following it. Amen. Hey man, we've got to make a choice, don't we? We do. You know, was there any difference between the people of Egypt that were inside the house or outside the house? Were they any different sort of people? The blood was on the door. Were they any more righteous than the ones outside the house? No. No. They weren't. They were obedient. Were they,
1: and they, they obeyed were, the instruction, yeah. which said, get in there and put the, the blood on the
0: lintels." What was the difference? Nothing to do with them. That's what I'm saying. It was the blood that convinced death to go away. See? It's got nothing to do with you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 says, The job description of the church has got nothing to do with people. Might be a shock for some. It says, God now intended that through the church, That the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms, that's not people, will be shown God's wisdom in many facets, as achieved by the cross. That's the job of the church. (laughs) Nothing to do with people. We go on to say we don't battle against flesh and blood, do we? As people. It's not a battle against people. There's nothing wrong with people. What's wrong is they're following the lead of a demon.
1: God have mercy. This is why yeah. we do these programs. That's why,
0: Shannon. You know, I praise the Lord for your venue, for the people here. I praise the Lord that God found me. I wasn't looking for God. He come and found me. Jeez, I had a good life. He just come and got me. Filled me full of his love. His love, not mine. I wouldn't didn't know. I was like a pregnant girl who didn't know how she got pregnant. 25 years ago, or whatever. Man, what a blessing. God loved me. Come and found me. I just praise him for that. I'm thankful. For, you know, praise the religious word. I'm so thankful for that. That God cared about me, despite myself. Come and got me. And you know, now, the later days of my time, these last days, I got a chance to share what What His will is, what I believe is His will anyway. What His will is, I get a chance to share, and it's because of you, Shannon, we can share this in, in, and and all other messages. Everyone, bless their hearts. Well, I praise, fantastic.
1: I thank Jesus for this opportunity, and um, that's why we don't stop because it's so important. You do what you can do. That's all we can do, but we got to do it. And
0: We we gotta do it. If you love the Lord God who cared about you and came and grabbed you, you know, get him some payback for his blood. Go and hmm. go and get him some reward. It's nothing to do with you anymore. God loves us so much anyway, if you just go. But you know, isn't he gonna smile when you go and pluck a priceless eternal soul from the fire? What's good to say about that, huh? He's got a smile,
1: brother. I never saw it that way. Wow, yeah. how beautiful that is! Let's go, yeah. let's get
0: let's get some something for Jesus. Yeah, like we've already been saved. Okay, we go along and we we do our life and all that. All right, but what about? an eternal soul that God gets to fellowship with forever. What's that worth to God? It was worth his blood. And you know, he gave dominion in the earth to men. He said, take dominion, didn't he? And he had to partner. He said to Abraham, I have to partner with you. He's done a covenant in his blood. Why? Because he gave dominion to men. He doesn't just march in here. He uses men. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, but the gospel's yours, says God. You do it. You have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. I'm giving them to you. Why? He wants us to have that, I believe. I believe he wants us to share. Imagine, Shannon, you just got one person saved, right? Like, I think of my dad. I got my dad saved. God saved him, but I had to go talk to him. You sure did? <laughs> I, 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 you know, without me going to talk to him, I don't believe he would have got saved. Yeah he'd be in hell so I go to heaven and there's my dad and my dad says Pete oh, how close did I go I, I could have nearly been in hell but you came I told you not to talk about God but you came and you, you talked to me anyway <laughs> and, and and God moved on my heart because you prayed Pete you said I want dad to be in heaven and now I'm here, and look at how wonderful it is. Oh, and it's forever. Oh, Pete, give me a hug. Well, what's that? Huh? Isn't that awesome? And I'm, I'm in heaven, I'm just loving my dad, and then I'm going, Dad, I'm never going to miss you again. We've got the blessings of God forever, together. And Jesus walks up and says, yeah, give me all a hug. You know, Jesus walks up and says, "Look, this is why I died for you. Oh, we know Jesus, you died for us. Have a hug. Come and hug us all together, and we can all be in perfect love and beautiful communion together forever." Brother, love I believe is the greatest
1: weapon. You know, God so Eddie. loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Yeah. Whosoever should believe on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then Jesus comes down, and he loved you and I. Enough that he was willing to go through all that that he suffered. Yeah. And on the cross, he gave his life for you and I. Yeah. And then he saves us. And God will use you and I out there tuning in tonight. And he wants us to have love that we will go out and pay it forward, more. Reciprocal. More. You go out and turn love. It's our turn. You show yeah. love to someone by helping them, set them yeah. free, healing them in Jesus' name, winning them
0: to Jesus, yeah, and it just it's it's a chain of love, imagine having a party in heaven with all the people that you witness to all the brothers and sisters you helped, oh, you short your groceries oh you uh can I give you a lift oh can i um I pray for you, huh? In love eternity? Your, love
1: your enemies. Pray for those that despitefully use you. Yeah. Man, love yeah. is the love is the weapon. That's how you win. That's how you win yeah. a hardcore yeah. Muslim. Or you win a Hare yeah. Krishna. Or someone yeah. else who's... They don't even understand what they're doing. And they're they opposed no to no their idea. very selves. But you know what? You can break down that wall with love. Yes. Demons have no... Co- they don't understand what love is. It totally
0: mystifies them. Mm-hmm. It, it, they can't answer it, can they, Shannon? Look at it in deliverance. My goodness, they've got no answer for it. They, they Remember you know that when Morley used to hug the people, right?
1: <laughs> man, that was that was the nuclear bomb right there. He would go over there and give them a hug and give them a kiss on the cheek, and and the demons would just melt, melt away. That's actually, yeah. you can use that in deliverance. You can. But I mean, You uh, know, I, I had someone yell
0: out, stop loving, stop loving that, stop <laughs> loving it, like a person on Skype I was praying for. They, they just couldn't stand it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, see, that, you can't that's see the kingdom until you're born into love. Mm. The kingdom is love. You can't see love till you're born into love. Everything else is created. The first Adam became a living soul. The second Adam was begotten. Every parent will tell you their own kids are begotten from them. They love them more than any other kid. And, you know, I believe that you're going to see this
1: pattern of love. All the way up, even when Satan makes war on the saints, the yeah. people love Jesus enough that they will yeah. not deny Him, and Satan yeah. is looking at the martyrs. They have lost their mind; they're crazy. I don't understand. <laughs> even as I'm ready to take their head, they will do not deny Christ. Jesus, you know yeah. that I believe that's there's a song called "Firestarter." We've been called to be martyrs in this last age. If, if required you get a martyr's yeah. reward but you know what that's that's the weapon right there is love I'm going to close with a song tonight Thank You Jesus by Dougie Connors my brother I want to thank you wow. for coming on let me pray for you Father God yes, in the name you, of Father. Jesus thank you, asking people to come in agreement we lift up brother Peter to you brother this precious brother in the Lord we thank you Lord for the word that went forth tonight Peter we just bless you in Jesus name yes. God I'm asking That you would loose favor for Peter. Open up doors. Expand his ministry. We loose the (laughs) ministering spirits of God into your body right now. I speak to your body. Be made whole. Restore in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter, we come against every attack of the enemy. Every attack of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance or delay, witchcraft spirits. Retaliated spirits. We bind those spirits right now. Rebuke you. And command you to loose him and go in the mighty name of Jesus. Every attack of the enemy that is coming against you, brother, we break it off of you in the name of Jesus. Every word, curse, all psychic prayers, all witchcraft sin against you, we break it and loose you from it in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to put a hedge of protection, a wall, of fire around here from Zachariah two and five. Loose Amen. favor for him, Father God, in Jesus' name. We call the thief up on charges. It is stolen much. And we ask God that the thief, Satan, be made to restore sevenfold what is taken from Peter up to all its substance in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God, open up a new door for him. Bless him. Amen. That he recover all in 2015. In Jesus' name. Peter, would you in turn go ahead and pray for the people out there as we close?
0: Yes, and um, thank you very much for praying for me. I appreciate that. We need it. Oh, Father, everyone listening and who's going to listen, we pray for everyone here. We lift everybody up. We, I pray in Jesus' name, all their enemies in battle array be bound. Be fed the love from your milk as in Judges 4, battle array. Put them to sleep, God. Let the minds of the people clear so they can think. Let the enemies in the minds of everyone that is attached to them in their life be put to sleep where it's against them. Let the enemy, the spiritual forces of wickedness in the sons of disobedience be quiet in their lives. Oh, Father, let them see those favour come to you. Let them see the, the truth. Let them see the goodness. Let them taste the honey and the milk from the promised land. Let the access of evil on the, any of them be closed off. Let them be released from the prison of being scapegoated by transferring of Sid from any persons whatsoever. Let all against them return to us. Let everything good coming from you, Father, get through. Let there be fire baptizing them. Let there be power in their life. Let them have your word in their heart, give them ears to hear more, give them healing in the inner man, strengthen and where they've been blackened by the sins of the world, let that be brought back to life. Let them be filled with love, joy, peace, power, soundness of mind, let them see. Your joy, Father God. In Jesus'
1: name. Amen. Amen. I want to encourage people to go to his kingdom's <laughs> table. Is that Kingdom's portal? His kingdom's yeah. table? His
0: God kingdom's com? table. It's
1: his kingdom's table. His tablecom table. If you need uh, deliverance yeah. or prayer, you can set yeah. up an appointment with Brother Peter. Contact sure. him at Value Triple Seven Skype. Value seven 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 Skype. Or, Peter, yeah. you can uh, be added as a friend on Facebook, right, Peter Wiffen
0: Yeah, just my name on Facebook. I'd love to have your friends. Um, bless you. I'm there. And um, we can, a um, lot of people, like different people we talk to, we plug them into Judy Ann as well. And um, other friends around the place. And yes. um, we've got some beautiful brothers we pray together with uh, all through the week, off and on. And um, we got some support there. If you if, if you just want to talk and get support, that's fine. If you want to get prayer, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We're here. We're here for you. We're here for you because Jesus is here for us all. He's here for us all. We're here for you because he died for us. And we, my heart is I just want to see peace. I just want to see people... Ever, all of us living in peace, myself included, all of us be in peace.
1: Man, that's the best that's, way. That's
0: why we're here.
1: I also yeah. want to say uh, thank you again to Sister Judy Ann Clifton. She's doing a mighty work yeah. for Jesus. You can contact She's her blessing. on Skype. She'll set yeah. you up for an appointment, do some inner healing and deliverance. Yeah. Judy Ann yeah. Clifton, Jude one Anne word. Blessing. On yeah. Skype, we all work together. Um, yeah. Brother Peter, love and appreciate you, my brother. Can we get you back on soon?
0: Yeah, you just just let me know. As you know, I'm always here, happy to come and and share. You you let me know whatever schedule you want. I'll try and make it happen. Let's try to get you on
1: next week. I'll contact you and uh, find
0: out what your schedule is. God bless you, brother. No no worries. And praise the Lord for everyone. Hope you all have a great week in in the head. Peter, if someone wants to support your ministry,
1: do you have PayPal you can give out?
0: Yeah, it's it's just in my name, Peter Whiffen at hotmail.com.
1: Peter uh, no. at hotmail.com. Hot, Do you have a no. link on your
0: website? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or go to hiskingdomstable.com. Hiskingdomstable, and um, I just set up a little thing for my Bible, uh, Names Bible, to get it printed. Yes. Um, I, I can get it printed and make it available. Um, it's ready now. It's oh, hours and hours gone into that thing. And uh, anyway, it's um my Bible project, and um that's the Names Bible, and. <laughs> it's I can get it printed in Korea uh with a nice soft colour proper bible you know with gold uh imitation gold leaf and all that yeah. and um I can get it printed but they want to do 5,000 <laughs> minimum order so it's a whole heap of dollars and what I like to do is to get it printed and then like give them away out to a lot of the brother out, out into the world like to seed the world with these bibles and um I've got um I got a little uh GoFundMe GoFundMe oh, really? um, uh page set up. Where is that at? It, it's uh, it's GoFundMe um, GoFundMe um I I'd have to put it in the box because it's got a uh, a number T3BT but it's on my Facebook. Um uh and it's where you can um where you can uh, support the project. And, and you know, it's, it's something God put on my heart. I had it up for a couple of days and some people have already put, tipped in a couple of bucks for it. And uh, I really feel God wants this Bible out because there's a, there's a lot of revelation in the names. And, and, and how can God pre- portray his love to us, his message to us, if we don't understand 17% of the Bible's names? We don't understand them. So um if I can get a um if I can get the first printing seated some of it's going to go like to the to the bookstores so that it gets available to everyone and some of it I'm going to give out like to ministries and pastors and believers who want them I'm going to make that and then the whole thing's going to just keep rolling and and uh the devil's not going to like that he's um He's definitely going to not like that because uh, that's where I got the revelations of the table, the milk. And imagine it in the hands of all the pastors, all, all, the, all the believers that are deliver, doing deliverance, you know. It's just uh, knowledge got to increase in these last days to, to rise up as the flood of evil rises up. So I don't know why, but for some reason God put that on my heart, this this Bible, and it's never been done in history. And, and, you know, I can't read another Bible now. I, I just can't. I, I see a name and I wonder what it means. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I'm missing some of the message here.
1: My brother, so, I'm so well, glad you mentioned that. Now I have the link. And uh, I've got yeah. it up on my Facebook wall. Uh, we're oh, going to put thanks. it here also in the MixLR chat room. I want to encourage you to go over there and support this project. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a fantastic effort you're doing. And uh, this will be really cool to see it going
0: yeah. to, um, to in everywhere. the print there. And and you know, it's not for me to make money. Don't get misunderstood here. You know, Shannon, God just gave me a business. Yes. Yeah, I, I just lost a million dollars on my invention. The guy ripped me off. I just blessed him. Bless you, goodbye. You know, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, bless you, if you need the money more than that, you want to steal it, uh, have it. <laughs> goodbye. And and you know, I got given a business, it's starting, and um uh, it's it's doing um, collecting of clothes for export. I got an order. I got a big order. Wow! And, um, wow! So you know this this Bible's been on my heart. It's taken three years. It's not for me to make money. <laughs> it's not. It's I, I I I'm amazed at how I'm getting by at the moment. You know, other people like you, Shannon's helped me, others helped me, a lot of people have helped me. And and I didn't ask for any help, but it was really timing, timeful. It was great. It's fantastic. And, you know, I want to be a blessing. I I don't want to be the other side of the blessing. It's more better to be giving out. So if I, I can get five, look, this Bible's I've got to go in three colors. One color for the text, one red for Jesus in honor of him, and blue for where the names are changed. So people can see, you know, where the, I didn't change them, whether I've extended the meaning on there. So they can see, you know, and it looks good in three color. But it's uh, it's not that more expensive to do in three color, but they wanted a bigger minimum order to do it in three color. So, um And I wanted it to be in honour of God and his word as well and not just a cheap old book. And I think I'd be able to make them available for like 25, 30 bucks in the future, a beautiful Bible with a soft cover. And um, that's what it's about, getting the revelation out there. So I can't move until I've got the minimum order and... um, I've got a plan, once that's printed, of, of donating a lot of Bibles out. Like uh, like people like Mel Novak and different ones, I, I would like to support them and, and and give them Bibles to give the prisoners. And um, I'd like to give them out to, to to deliverance people who are interested so that they got them. And it's not about getting money and selling. That's all I'm saying. That's what I want to say. It's not about that at all.
1: No, I know it's, you. You're not about that. Um, I'm you not, have a, not. You have a sincere... Desire to get this information out to people. yeah, And that's where the real reward is. You know, brother, uh, I mentioned I want to clarify something. I mentioned that I want to do an infomercial. And um, it's just a matter of going down to Atlanta. The offer's already been made to do it in the studio. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's interesting, too. Remind me to talk to you about that. I wonder. Okay. hmm, There may be something there. Okay. A a TV interview on -on one-on-one. I need to talk to you about that. But okay. I mentioned that um, you see these infomercials on TV we've all seen them I used to buy television time for infomercials and they all have a product to sell and it'll be anywhere from 1995 3995 three easy payments of 99 95 you know whatever <laughs> and yeah. that's how products are sold uh, for for decades now on TV um, imagine a infomercial, where you give it away. When the call yeah. to action comes, where you make the pitch and the order now, call now and receive it absolutely free. We just want to give it away. We want to put the information in your hands. I mean, that's the that's the heart that um, we have. But yeah. when you're talking about uh, printing a Bible, that's going to cost money to do it. Peter's not in yeah. to make money. He's in it to get, yeah. it, get the word out. So it can, mm-hmm. it can be an awesome tool. So that's the kind of heart you have. And um, and I th- I think, man, it's more blessed to give than to receive. So if you give to this project, you could help bring this thing to fruition. And what an awesome tool because I had never heard of anything like this ever it's before. It's powerful. I mean, we read, we read the Bible and you come across names and you don't realize there's a hidden meaning to them. You know, uh, people have started to understand a little bit about when they choose a birth name. Yeah, let me look up this name and see what's the meaning behind it. Okay, I think everybody would agree there are meanings behind names, but the Bible is full of such names
0: that have yes, meanings. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15 says, from every family in heaven and earth derives its name. Ah, yes. and God names everyone.
1: And Peter, you found how many words
0: in the Word of God? There's 14,565 name, uh, words in the King James Bible, and 2,600 of those are words are names. Man, that's a 17%. lot.
1: 17%. That is a lot. Just give an example for those that don't know what we're talking about. Really, so give me an example. What do you mean a name and it has a, a meaning? Why would that be of importance?
0: Okay. Israel means God prevails. Solomon's name means peace. Um, the Jordan means the descender Reuben means behold a son it was parted between a village called Adam and another village which names means their distress so you could say just from the names behold a son walks across the descender parting it between Adam and his distress
1: Jesus' name in Hebrew Yahushua means God is Salvation. salvation
0: yeah means salvation virtually he had the name
1: means. of his father, Yah.
0: Yeah, all um, means salvation. Jehovah is salvation. God is salvation. God is salvation. It all means that.
1: What were some of the patriarchs' names? What were the meanings behind those?
0: Or the, um, the a- Abraham tribes? means exalted father, and Abraham means father of a multitude. And that's why God changed his name to it. Yep. And if you look at the first story in the Bible of deliverance, or 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 the or not deliverance, but the effect of demons and sin. Abel's name means breath, and Cain's name means possession. So you can say possession kills the breath, just from the meaning of the names. Whoa, now that's amazing right there. If you get that foundation as you read the Bible from the names, you start looking at Noah's name means rest. If you, all the names, Shannon, lined up with what God's message is. That's why the Bible is a miracle. You can't write the Bible. A man could not have written the Bible. He just couldn't have got all the people to name their children (laughs) the right way. And you know what's amazing
1: is the Word talks about there's a day coming where we will receive a new name written on a white stone.
0: Amen. And that name is to do with who you are. And that is our... Look at the name of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, faithful and true. Everything is in the names. By my name, God says. And what the devil has done, he couldn't change the scripture, but he took out the meaning of all the names, so we couldn't understand them. What does Mahiel mean? You read, uh, Cain lived 70 years and beget Mahiel, Now what does that tell you? Nothing. It says, Cain lived 70 years and beget Mahio, the praise of God. That's telling you something.
1: What about uh, Sarai, which was t- changed to Sarah? Yes. Abraham's wife. Yeah. Why did she? It makes note that yeah. she had a name change, but I never knew the significance.
0: It was locked a- up. Yeah, they were. It's a, it's a type and shadow of being reborn. It's a change of nature, mm. and um, you'll find there that the names of the spirits. Lamech means powerful. All sorts of names. And
1: did we lose you, Peter? Stand by.
0: And was the king called go. Invincible.
1: So your Bible, you took the King James Bible as the as the text, foundation. Yeah. And then you went in yeah. and went from Genesis to Revelations, identifying names and places. Yep. Names of people, locations, and you began to um, do a study Insert on what that meant. Meaning. Where did you find the meanings?
0: Uh, from the concordance. And some of them uh, uh, weren't easy, some were easy, and um, all of them had come out of the concordance of the meaning in the Hebrew and the Greek, and uh, some of them I had to go further back. Um, it's interesting, uh, Shiloh, is, uh, the word Shiloh was difficult because there's, there's no set meaning on that, so I settled on the word Pleasantville. And um, I was in a dilemma, actually, Shannon, on some of them because I'm going, oh, God, you know, this is really too responsible for me. I I don't want to change the word. I don't want to send anybody on a wrong thing. And and he said to me, look, it's your project. You you just call it the best way you can see it. So I did. And that gave me peace and I just started going through and I tried to do it as responsible as possible and um, you, you, you see there the, uh, the many's coming out. Um, Egypt, for instance, uh, it says in the concordance that it's the land of the coops or whatever, but I went back further. I, I didn't, It didn't make sense to me, Egypt's name meaning that. So I went back further and I found out the original name of Egypt is the Dark Land. Why? Because the Nile put its topsoil out when it flooded plains and the land was black so you can say moses means drawn drew israel god prevails out of the dark land amazing so this bible will spark a million sermons for preachers it'll spark a million revelations for people in deliverance for instance yesterday we were praying with a guy and the demon was bragging I'm invincible. I'm invincible. Oh, and then, and then I remembered. Oh, invincible is one of the kings that was locked in the cave of the shepherds. Wow! So I go, you spirit of invincible, I bind you in the cave of the shepherd. I confine you there in the covenant of God. Let the Lord Jesus stand with His rocks over the entry because they they block the entry with rocks. And the demon started crying, Shannon. Oh, no, oh, no, It started crying. And then staying with the book of Joshua, we then cast out every spirit in its kingdom while it was locked up in the cave. Wow. And then, and then that thing came out. Joshua got the kings out, put them on the ground and said to his captains, stick your foot on their necks. And thus says the Lord God, I will do this to all your enemies. So, so that's come out of my word Bible, you know, the project, my project, the words Bible, that's come out of that. And so that can't be a bad thing to, to, to have this uh, people perish lack of knowledge. Knowledge is not love, but it shows how to administer love.
1: You were actually so taking that, the book of Joshua, and uh, there's uh, spiritual warfare techniques built into
0: it. It's all spiritual warfare. The, the city of AI means heap of ruins. And how to defeat that city, Joshua was told to shake the javelin, for instance. Um, Why was he to do that? That's picking a fight and they run out of the city. That's why in deliverance, purposely go and stir up the demons. Hey, you spirit causing this problem here. Come up, come up, manifest. Where are you? What are you doing there? And stir pick a fight. That's called shaking the javelin. That's a technique God wants us to learn. And then they run out of the city, they start manifesting, and then they can be ambushed by the Spirit of God. Amazing. Now that's that's awesome. Yeah, so there, there's a look, there's too much in there for just my. I want the whole of Christianity to have this Bible so they can get the revelations and pull the devil down everywhere. Brother, I want you but, to you know, um, I try eh? Hey? Yeah, I want on. you to Sorry. make a you want you to make a note.
1: You got a pen and paper? Yeah, I want you to do a, a teaching on shaking the javelin, and okay. what you learned reading the book of Joshua, and how we can apply that to spiritual warfare and deliverance today.
0: Yeah, I, I want to do it. I want to do a talk on um, walking with Joshua in the promises of God. Could that be your next program? It could be. Yes, there's a lot of things there I found, and you know I haven't exhausted it. I have not got, I haven't got too far. You know, in um, in verse 18. Israel still had not received, seven tribes had still not received their inheritance. Hmm. And Joshua said, you slack, get up the mountain. There's, there's so much. I found a village called, um, I've been bewitched. Oh my there's goodness. A, there's there's many, a city there called Witchcraft.
1: How and many people? How they,
0: how they dealt with that. How
1: many so, people have been <laughs> bewitched and the enemy is robbing them of their oh blessing? Man.
0: Yep. defeating witchcraft Shannon is a, hmm. is a subject on its own in deliverance you can have normal deliverance with a person the demons come out fine they're happy but if you get someone who is in Ezekiel a target a soul being soul hunted yeah that that's a different story because you're fighting with some authority there that's pretty powerful do you have a teaching and a training on that as well yeah, um, um, I've, had to talk, I've had to teach myself on defeating witchcraft. I'm okay. not an expert. I'm learning. Okay, so but here's what we, I need you to do. We've got
1: success. Write that down. That's topic two: defeating witchcraft. So defeating I want you witchcraft. to I want you to teach uh, that first one on what was the title again about
0: Jericho? Uh, walking with Joshua. Walking with Joshua. In the promises to- of God. See, the the promised land is the promise. That's what we've got to hope in, the promise. And there's two things. One thing needs to be clarified. Yes, there's a promise. It's done. By Jesus' stripes we're healed. And Joshua walked. It's your land. But there were giants in the land. He had to possess that. So having the promise is one thing. Possessing it is another thing. Man, that's powerful right there. And that's the truth. Yeah, we a lot have, of Christians will go, yeah, she's healed or he's healed, you know, and then they put their head in the sand. But, yes, the promise says he's healed, but have you got it? Have you received it? Is, it? is it possessed? We have to appropriate it, don't we? Yeah, if you're free, you're free indeed. And if you're not free, you're not free indeed. And that's not faith just to say, yeah, the promise, the promise. No, the faith is in hoping in the promise and then getting the proof. God gave the land
1: to them, but... but
0: they had There's to, giants in there.
1: They had to take the land back and
0: possess it. They had to fight. They had to fight. That's a war. In order to have it. So what you got is Joshua, which means Jesus, which means Jehovah is salvation. It's Jesus, which is us, walking in the promised land, which is Canaan, which means low land, the land of the humble, getting delivery of the promises, the possession of the promises. Jesus came to set the
1: captives free. But you're not going to be free until you dispossess the demons who are squatting on the land and kick them out. That's right. We've been told we've been given ownership of the land, but in order to possess it, we've got to kick out the inhabitants of the land and take it back.
0: In it Jesus' name. It has to name. be possessed.
1: So that requires action.
0: It's work. It's,
1: it's war. not automatic. It requires no. us to roll up our sleeves and and march. On the enemy and take it back. Mm. And if we're not willing to do it. And God he'll
0: work with us to do that.
1: Yes, he will. He'll work with you right where you are and he'll train you on the job, give you training. Yeah. You know, when the military uh, takes you on, either you volunteer or they draft you, they send you through training, but then they give you advanced AIT, advanced individualized training. God will do that right on the job. All we've got to do is say, here I am. Because if we don't...
0: You can't ride a bike, Shannon, unless you get on and pedal it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. You can learn about how to ride a bike. You can take pictures of bikes, study bikes, look at your neighbor's bike. But unless you get on the bike and pedal, you're never going to ride that thing.
1: And you know what? We've got an enemy that is trying to tell us you can't do that. Hmm. That's not your right to do that. Or that's not being done today. Or don't mess with the demons. Um, the best thing you can do is get you not to fight. They're too. They're too po- more powerful than you. Don't take the land back. It'll be like the ten spies sowing the the evil report and the propaganda. That's why I don't turn on fear news because it's deadly. It will yes. kill you. It'll take your faith. It'll yeah. fill you with fear. Yeah. It'll still It'll steal your joy. Yeah. And it will cause you to believe the evil report, that the giants are too great, that it's hopeless to try, you might as well not even try and quit. And what happened? Because they believed the evil report, instead of believing God, they operated in doubt and unbelief, they died in the desert, and they never made it in. Anybody above 21 years, uh, it was 20 or 21. Yep. They died in the desert. And when they finally came to their senses, and went out and marched on the mountain, and God said it's too late now, yeah, you're going to go around the block until you die in the desert. The giants chased him down
0: and and, and beat them. beat them down, and killed many of them. They we, won before they even started, and that's what the devil's about, you know he wants to Fe- sow fear fear yeah fear fear is um faith fear is hope in the negative it's false
1: expectations appearing real yeah oh
0: wow that's a good one
1: i didn't make it up someone did but i just remembered it. that's pretty good the the issue here is don't believe the evil report believe what the word of god says and take the land back in jesus name and don't stop don't be distracted be like nehemiah rebuilding the wall you've got Mm -hmm. a mission don't be called down and distracted and called off the wall
0: no or taunted or pull you know, aside. when you learn to ride a bike, you get on, it's a bit shaky. It doesn't matter. Sooner or later, you know, whoa. Well, I remember I taught my children to ride bikes. I'm running on behind them, you know. <laughs> I try to get up to stay there. And uh, next thing, whoosh, they're off. They're rolling. It's, it's like pump. Uh, it's happening. So, you know, you go out, you say, oh, excuse me, I see you're suffering. I've, I'm a believer in God who blesses people. Uh, you know, can I pray for you? It might change things. What's wrong with saying that? And that's riding a bike. And once you get off and, whoa, somebody gets healed, then you get pumped. Whoa, you're pedaling. Yeah. Here a bit, there a bit. Precept upon precept.
1: Yeah. Then God will upgrade First your thing bike is and decision put you up to Get Street. on. <laughs>
0: right? Get the bike up. Stop looking at it. The tires are pumped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you watch, you watch You watch what God does Don't worry about the demons Greater is he that's in us than it's in the world Really? Can we prove it? Well, let's see Folks, don't worry about the new world order
1: I don't worry about nah, it anymore don't about. I don't even watch the news anymore nah. I'll be honest with you I don't have time for the distraction that's it. it says be not entangled in the affairs of this world
0: mm. A good soldier don't mean anything. They're all going to do what they're going to do anyway God's in control of it The gays want a cake. Give them a cake. We bless you. Here's a cake. Um, I bless you with this. Lord God, open their eyes. Let them see. Uh, Let them be saved. Don't let them go to hell. Here's your cake, and I'm also going to give you a free chick track. Yeah, yeah. Have a track with the cake. And and, you know, if you have to, if you have to, a priest, minister, you want to marry? uh, They're saying marry the gays. Well, you don't can do that. You can't do that. But what you can do is say, I'm not marrying anyone. Where, where's, where's the gospel to go out and marry people? The gospels go out and heal the sick, cast out demons, and let let the world let the dead marry their own dead.
1: We yeah? got a job to do.
0: Yeah, we get that's a distraction.
1: Yeah, and the enemy, you know, the Sun Tzu, the art of war, the most, <laughs> the greatest, uh, you know, warfare tactic you learn in that is how to destroy the enemy without even firing a shot. Yeah, and you get some wisdom. Like I'm just thinking, if I had a bake, and and they,
0: they want gays to have a cake. I say we got a special offer for gays. Here's our ovens. Bake your own. <laughs> we'll give you the ingredient for free.
1: Folks, bake <laughs> your own cake. It's your choice. You can live in fear until you see Jesus return, and you yeah. realize you were you were crooked by the enemy, and he he fooled you. And ran your clock down, and you have no reward. Or you can say, "I'm going to put my faith and trust in Jesus. Live or die, I'm going to serve the Lord. For me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. I got a job to do, and it's not to try to save my own neck.
0: It's no, try to save already. others." You saved already. Turn it You're off. Go put your hand down. Get someone else up.
1: You know, I bless those, the fear, the fear of prophets.
0: Mm. they're not yeah, prophets yeah,
1: the on. the fear pur- purveyors of fear God yeah. pour out your goodness mercy and grace on them and save mm. them that they'll wake up before it's too late in Jesus name my brother I love yeah. you and appreciate it I want to thank you for going on into the wee hours with me here and right. um I That's really enjoyed pleasure. it may the lord richly bless you and get yeah, those thanks. messages ready man they're okay. gonna be good
0: um, we'll get them ready there's some good ones there and um sure if whatever you' got praying for me. Pray for me that I've got time. I've got time to, to put these things together to help everyone.
1: You give what you got. I know God's training you more and teaching you more, and we'll elaborate more on that, but just share what you got so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sound good? I will. That's great. Praise God the bless Lord. you, man. Bless everyone. <laughs> Have a good sleep. Good night. <laughs>
1: that was Peter Whiffen. God bless you all. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight, and um, we're going to be back tomorrow. Mars Friday, wow, we're already, it's already Friday, some parts of the world. If you want to contact me, you can do so, OmegaManRadio at yahoo.com. Write up on Facebook, tell a friend about these programs. If you didn't get a chance to call in tonight, we're going to be back tomorrow. Omega Man London, we're going to have Winston folks of Feed My Lambs Ministries at 4 Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, 9 Europe, uh, 9 uh, UK, 10 Europe. Um, 6 a.m. Saturday morning, Australia, is when we'll be starting. Uh, and So you've got an opportunity to call tomorrow. And we'll have some open lines tomorrow night as well, I'm sure. Good night, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of
2: hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which
1: men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they
2: may be healed in Jesus' name.